0: was all John Hammond's dream. <laughs> Hold on <to> your <laughs> Seriously? Well, we're back.
2: Hello everybody and welcome to the 243rd episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode we're gonna head to the tower, boost the signal and relay all the latest news and community topics in the Jurassic Wire. Aaron Byer and I will tackle some of the most recent news and rumors and uh, of course we hope you like everything that we feature in the latest iteration of the Jurassic Wire. All debates and conversations in this segment are our own opinions and insights from things that we've seen in the news and around the community. Stay tuned to the beginning of the segment to hear everything that we'll be discussing. As a heads up, we do dive into a spoiler section at the very, very end of the show. After the credits, after the show technically ends, uh, when I say my goodbyes and all that good stuff, you'll hear us discuss some potential spoilers for Jurassic World Dominion. Apparently there were some toy leaks and uh, these were things from the Amber Collection line that may pertain to Jurassic World Dominion, so... Aaron and myself went ahead and, t- and uh, talked about them at the very, very end of the show. We do not talk about spoilers or anything in the main show, the main portion of the show, but this is all at the very end. So don't worry if you're afraid of spoilers. Feel free to listen to the entire show and just stay away from the end. But if you want those spoilers, I guess I guess they're spoilers. <laughs> That's to be seen yet, but we don't really know. But they're at the very, very end. And of course, before we get started, I'd like to take care of some quick business. So first off, over on our website, Tom Fishenden wrote up a great article showcasing two new items from Fnatic. Uh, they're a great company who always produce some really, really cool Jurassic Park merch. And uh, the things that they revealed last week were a uh, a new coin. They've produced a bunch of really, really cool coins. This is a silver coin that actually has Mr. DNA on it. And another uh, another item or a set of items is actually a uh, four set of coasters that have a bunch of Jurassic Park Uh, images on them so go check out that very cool stuff on the website over there and also this week we're going to have a great article also by Tom Fishenden uh, for Jurassic Time so make sure to check that one out uh, to see everything that's been going on uh, for Jurassic Time and Derek Davis there's so much stuff uh, that he's been producing over there so please check out that article for more information And now over to YouTube, I guess. Uh, So last week, I was able to do a toy hunt, safely, of course, with my mask. Uh, But I was able to track down the Jurassic World Legacy Pack that features John Hammond, Ellie Sattler, and two raptors, as well as that awesome, awesome banner. I think that's worth the price alone. Uh, But then I was able to also find the Camp Cretaceous set, the Adventure Camp set that features a Stegosaurus, Baryonyx, Bumpy. Oh, it's so, so cute. And, of course, Darius our first iteration of a, um, a human, uh, cartoon human in toy form. So that is really, really awesome. I am so excited uh, to, to finally have both of those packs. And the Toy Hunt featured so many more items, so pe- please go check that out. Also, we uh, finally aired the finale for Tom Fishenden's ongoing series, Dinosaur Facts Friday. So no more Dinosaur Facts for you guys. I'm sorry. It was an amazing series. I'm so happy to have the entire thing on our channel for Season 2. So go check out that finale over there. And also, Aaron Beyer, who you're going to hear here today, uh, he went over to our YouTube channel and did a live stream for like, uh, it was like over two hours of him 3D modeling some Jurassic stuff. And it was really, really awesome to see. He had himself on the screen. I think the logo was there. And, of course, his, uh, his, I guess it was his computer was right there on screen. So you could actually see what he was working on. And it was really, really cool to see how he 3d models this is uh what he does he is a 3d professional so it's it's really cool to see him working on these items and sculpting everything out um and i got to see him make the jeep there he was working on the jurassic park jeep so go check out that live stream that was really really cool to see and something very different for our channel so thank you aaron and this week, uh, we're going to be featuring a ton of these Wire segments. We did it last time around where we split up all the Wire topics into individual individual videos where you could actually just watch us talk about whatever specific topic we were talking about. And we're going to be doing that each day this week as well as some toy videos for you guys. So we're going to be ramping up the production uh, this week. So I hope you guys enjoy it. But enough of me just blathering on. Why don't we get this episode kicked off with another iteration of the Jurassic Wire. The debate over Isla Nublar rages on.
1: They're taking no chances of a repeat of the San Diego incident. I'm talking about man-made cataclysmic change.
2: Ah! The U.S. Senate has convened a special committee to answer a grave moral question. Roger
1: that. Air 1, clear for takeoff. Begin tracking. Copy that. Go, go! Tracking on.
2: Welcome, everybody, to the Jurassic Wire. I'm Brad Jost, and my co-anchor for this program is Aaron Beyer. The Jurassic Wire is a segment here on the Jurassic Park podcast where we discuss all the latest news in the Jurassic saga and the latest conversations in the Jurassic community. Today, we're going to be discussing Jurassic World filming issues. We're flying by the seat
3: of our pants today. There's not much to talk
2: about. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're just making stuff up as we go along. The filming issues, I guess, um, a potential logo? Maybe uh, we're going to talk. Uh, well, Colin, I guess, is going to talk from home uh, talking about Jurassic. We'll see. And uh, we're going to discuss some toy stuff because we always discuss the toys here on The Wire.
3: We haven't talked about toys in a long time. I'm proud really? of us, Brad. We haven't talked no, about toys. In a we definitely time.
2: talked about toys
3: last month. <laughs> there was like a whole section full of toys and collectibles. Oh, yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, you know how you asked me 30 seconds ago if I was ready? Yeah. I am not. My fan is still on in the background. Hold on one second.
2: Ah. The, we're, we are like on fire tonight. We know exactly what the topics are.
3: Oh, my gosh. No, it's – oh, what a what a mess this is going to be this This
2: week. is – who knows? Who knows? We also do have one last thing that we're going to discuss. Uh, I don't know if this is going to make YouTube or not, but – We'll leave this at the very, very end of the podcast after the credits, after the entire show, because it could contain some spoilers for Jurassic World 3. Uh, apparently there was some some leaked information from Target's inventory uh for some toys. So we'll get into those details later on in the show. So stick around after the credits if you want to hear that. But uh, you know, I've already welcomed him in. Actually, he just took his he just came in here and just charged right I- in. It's Aaron what's going on dude
3: <laughs> my show uh I'm I'm doing dude I'm so tired you wrote me today and normally I remember the week of but today yeah. you wrote me and was like hey it's that weekend and I was like oh <laughs> totally I'm dude I, work is just absolutely crazy like yeah I, I would never have thought that like a work from home situation I would be more busy but like man I am I am busy so uh yeah that's exciting um (laughs) but there's not been a lot going on as far as jurassic goes i feel like we had like a big dump of information like Mm -hmm. the week we recorded the last one and then we got nothing going on this month so yeah it's it's surprising
2: i mean i can attest the same thing that you're saying about the work from home situation i definitely thought that this was going to be a time where I have like so much time and freedom to do whatever I want and to produce content and videos and whatever the case may be for the podcast. But uh, it's just been like there's been less time than ever. And I was just like, oh, yeah, that's right. The wire coming is coming up next week we should probably record which then means oh we got to gather all the topics figure out what was the hot thing and you know some topics have been on my mind but not all of them and uh then we got to do the video we're producing this all on video for you guys so it's uh it's a whole ordeal we've got our coffees let's let's cheers to that i think we both have the same mug let me see if i can uh cheers Cheers there there we go i don't even know if this video is going to make it on youtube but we'll see
3: (laughs) Oh, this video will make it on YouTube. Why wouldn't
2: it make it on YouTube? Oh, who knows? But uh, like I said, we're going to be discussing all those things. Uh, I did want to mention first off, um, after our, our Jurassic Gives Back um, d- donation drive and giveaway uh, contest, we actually have a winner here for the Jurassic Wire. Not going to be on this episode just yet. This is going to be a tough one to nail down. We'll, we'll try to figure this out as best as we can. We're all in different times. Uh, me and you are in the same time zone. But our our winner, Jeremiah, is in a different time zone. So we'll get that nailed down as soon as we can. But I am, I am so pumped. Uh, and it's going to be really interesting because hopefully we're more prepared next time or whenever that is. Uh, <laughs> because, yeah, we're just making this one up on the fly today.
3: I mean, I'm just going to use this opportunity to publicly, one, say thank you, you know, Jeremiah, but two, like, reach reach out to us and tell us what kind of episode you want to be on of The Wire. Do you want to be on, like, a crazy, busy episode where there's a lot of news? Because if that's the case, you kind of got to be, like, ready to go. If you want to be on a slow news week like this month and just talk Jurassic, like, we can set that up, too. So, and that's really easy to say, especially now. Um, But, yeah, I mean, just let us know what kind of episode you want to be on and we'll – We'll make it happen. We're excited to to hear from you.
2: Yeah. And you were saying about the the slow newsweek and everything and how we got hit with a slam of stuff last time. I'm I'm actually shocked as well because we expected a whole lot more because the filming started, right? So the production started. We talked all about the preparations that they're doing as far as the safety yep. protocols and everything. So, you know, that was a, a hot topic last month, and then the filming started this month. And, uh, it's been mostly quiet, uh, outside of this potential issue, but, um, we'll, we'll get to that in a I second, mean, but it's, it's been surprisingly,
0: right? Is that the- <laughs> I guess, I, I,
2: I don't know. I mean, it seems like maybe, but, um, yeah, it's been very surprising that, uh, you know we've had some some set leaks and stuff like that so just be careful um if you don't want to see stuff and actually a lot of that stuff was already out because it's like sets that were created long ago and they've been just yeah. sitting around for for many months now so a lot of it is not necessarily new news as far as like leaks and things that are coming out of the production but outside of that there really hasn't been much i know I wasn't even going to mention this because I was like, there's no point. But Bryce has some bruises on her arm. That's the big topic for this week, right? Some bruises on her leg maybe, her arms.
3: (laughs) Dotson coming back, bruises on the arm.
2: Yeah, it's the same. It's the same, right? Same thing, which – you know, all right, that's cool. That's actually cool that she's getting into it and, and being a big part of the action scenes or whatever's going on and that, that I have no clue, but um that's like that's it as far as like official stuff, yeah, right? There's official. been nothing else, nothing else. I know Chris Pratt was like he posted a video um to the one little boy who uh saved his sister from the I think it was like a dog attack, right? And he was he was looked like he was on set when he filmed this video and he's wearing like owen type
0: clothes
2: (laughs) what is the news here
3: and claire's wearing her green stuff again i've noticed like yeah right isn't that what it was oh it's just like it's like her green t-shirt that she wore in the last movie so like are these are these now like cartoon characters were they like like when Doug Funny opens his closet and it's just <laughs> nothing but green sweater vests and khaki shorts, like is what? that what this is?
2: No, all right. So no, she's not wearing the green. The only thing she's wearing is like black. Uh which who even knows if that's part of the uh outfit or attire or something she's wearing under the attire. The green picture right. was something that she shared um with them having fun. I think that's honestly just a picture from like um either the Lockwood set or the ship. Oh, you mean um, so the I think older... that's, I think that's from Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry too much about that, but, um, but yeah, the other thing is nothing. It's just a, a, some pretty bad bruises and then Chris Pratt's outfit, but uh, no, that those were completely unprompted conversation pieces there. But um, no, I guess the, the, the biggest news, right, was uh, that the um, – now, this is going back a few weeks, and we've already addressed this a little bit. Um, but The Sun – I guess this is like kind of like um, a tabloid kind of thing for the UK. Uh, they posted that um, Jurassic World Dominion was halting their production because uh, a number of the crew members got uh, COVID-19. They tested positive for, for the virus. So, right. you know, they were kind of – everybody was scrambling and, and you know – it seemed like it was the worst um but uh it was really it wasn't that big of a a deal i don't even think the article was that major i honestly when i read the article i didn't even realize that it it said anywhere that the production was shutting down i'm not even sure i re- i noticed that so all i all all my eyes went to was the fact that several of the crew members tested positive for covid so that's where mind was. My mind was at. Uh, did you catch that, that initially? Oh yeah, yeah. I kind of expect that. Yeah,
3: yeah. So I'm sorry. What was your question to me then?
2: Did you did you even realize at first that there was talk of shutting down the production?
3: Yeah, I thought what I what I read, and I don't have it in front of me, but it was like Jurassic World Dominion halts, and my first reaction was to basically comment because I forget who posted it. And I feel like whoever I commented to was like, "You gotta read this." I I don't. This doesn't seem legitimate. My comment in the post was, "Is this a reliable source?" Because Mm -hmm. I don't think I had ever heard of the source, and I don't think it was even the Sun. I think it was like someone reporting on the Sun. You know, like a journalism type thing. Um, It it, it like
2: just said like a source or something like that. It didn't say what it was, and I was
3: like, "What is this source? Like, is this even something that we can trust?" Because honestly, like. It seems like – I feel like they wouldn't have started up if they thought there was a chance they were just going to turn it down in like a week. You know what I'm saying? Like they obviously went in knowing people were going to get COVID or there was a potential for people to get it. So they obviously had some kind of plan as to what was going to happen at certain times. They definitely did not ramp up just to shut down a week later. So – sure. You know, that I my first reaction was to not even believe that
2: <laughs> that kind of sounds like, oh, my God, this is out of control. Like it's spreading everywhere and we need to shut down. Right. <laughs> like that's right. what that really that, sounds like.
3: Here, everyone on set, their lungs have just collapsed. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know. Horrifying, don't make light of it. That's, Horr- that's horrifying, horrifying,
2: horrifying. Yes. But yeah, it was apparently it's I have the sun up here and it says a source said, this was the last thing anybody expected so soon. Everyone was so excited about getting things back up and running on set, but this could totally derail that. There are millions and millions of pounds at stake here. <laughs> um, so okay. I guess that was the, the source there. But um, the insider – added that there was incorrect information that claimed filming had been stopped by universal, but uh, universal studios had since made that clear that that wasn't the case. Um, I know outpost actually reached out and uh universal had said any port, any reports indicating that Jurassic world dominion has halted production are, un- are categorically untrue. The production is heading into its fifth day of shooting tomorrow. And we're thrilled to be back in front of the camera on this incredible project. So th- I
3: think it's funny that like, Everyone is quick to jump to believing the Sun article. And then everyone is quick to jump to believe Universal. Like yeah, the PR. Yeah. So like <laughs> I feel like why are we just quick to believe anything and everyone? Like, just because it's a yeah. studio, I don't really believe that the studio is necessarily like, you know, white shirt and, and black tie, like ready to tell the truth, you know? Yeah. So you kind of have to like read between the lines of all this stuff that is going on. Obviously, it's yeah slower process, but they probably planned on it being a slower process.
2: Yeah. And like we were saying, I think, uh, they kind of expected people to test positive. That is the point of all of the procedures in place is to test people and to get them tested before they get on the set. So hopefully the, you know, those tests didn't come back negative the first day. And then the second day they're like, Oh no, you're positive now. But, Who knows? I don't know. And I did find it very, very funny that funny might be the wrong word, but just interesting that Universal's like, no, that's false. We are not shutting down, but didn't ever mention anything about the fact that people had tested positive. So they're not denying that.
3: Like, yeah, They're not going to say people tested positive. They don't want that attached to their filming. They're the first ones in this brave new world of filming in a pandemic. So like, mm-hmm. of course, they're not going to say people did test positive. I guarantee people have tested positive. But the whole point yeah. of these testing stations is, hey, you drive up to the gate or whatever it is, you test positive, boom, go home. Like it's a 100% you have this, get out of here. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that person was probably on set at work for the previous two weeks so yeah you know who knows who knows yeah
2: i just i just found it very interesting that universal just completely forgot to mention the whole testing positive thing and i'm like okay i don't care about the the halting production portion i just i'm i'm more interested in the people and the safety um and i've said it time and right. time again that they should just move this movie stop doing all this stuff don't bother right now I just want the people to be safe, and that was kind of ignored right there. So, um, right. hopefully, hopefully, if people did test positive, I'm not making light of that situation, but um, hopefully everybody's okay. You know, nonetheless, I just want everybody to be good, healthy, safe. Um, but yeah, that was a, a bit of a, a, a toss and turn situation. We didn't really know what to expect, and like you're saying, everybody's believing one and then dismissing one, and because like the the word was. Like, it's like, all right, guys, don't worry. Breathe easy. Everything's good. But, but not necessarily. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know yeah. that everything's necessarily good. Uh, we just got some information that one portion of the story was categorically untrue. So right. that was my kind of uh, insight into what is going on here or look at it. Because, like, I just, I tried not to believe everything that was thrown right in front of me. But here we are.
3: Here we are. Yeah. In what seems like year one hundred of the COVID nineteen <laughs> pandemic,
2: yeah, yeah. So we, I know we talk about this this stupid virus all the time, and you know we can't help it because it's it's literally impacting everything. Um, it is, yeah. You know, and uh, uh, for instance, uh, I know we talk about theme parks a lot, but uh, Halloween Horror Nights was just canceled, you know, the other day, and the two or. Oh, a the day or two open, before i was it cancelled uh i guess that's that's a bit of an intimate experience is walking oh, through tunnels yeah. okay. with people jumping out at you all that good stuff so that's kind of an intimate ex- intimate experience and just days before universal and their pr team and whoever would be conf- confirming that it's all good it's happening and then 2 days later it's cancelled so you know Has just just beware. be wary we about it
3: horror nights?
2: um yes sort of um sort of. Yeah, back in in like uh, um, Halloween Horror Nights 12, I think it was, or 13, somewhere. I think it was 12. Um, okay. It was hybrid human Dilophosaurus kind of things. It was bad, man. It was just really bad. And so and there the, was like-
3: The true nightmare of what this franchise could be mm-hmm. happened with Halloween Horror Nights. Okay.
2: Truly scary stuff.
3: <laughs> I really don't. Gosh, I hope that doesn't happen.
2: Oh, hope no, make. hopefully not. Um but yeah, I mean as far as the production's concerned, that's about it. Um I'm just shocked that, you know, there hasn't been anything else. Uh we we you know, we're going to talk about Colin in a little bit, but he didn't he didn't really say too much to be honest. Um no, nobody has been really saying not. anything. I feel like people are making videos every other day saying like new information and it's just like Sam Neill being like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be here." <laughs> Or it's like him playing his banjo, and it's like, oh, we, big news—they're involved. And I can't tell you how many times, like, it's been stated that they're going to have big roles in this movie. It's like, okay, we get it already. How many times? Every time one of these cast members says it's going to be a major role, everybody's like, "Did you guys hear? It's major roles. It's big stuff."
3: Dude, did you know that Laura Dern is reprising her role
2: as the <laughs> salad? These <in>
3: Jurassic <laughs> Minions.
2: I don't know, man. It's it. it's happening apparently, but uh, let's move on to the next portion, um, which is also with Jurassic World Three. We're going to be be discussing uh, a potential logo. I feel like all this information that we're talking about today is just like potentially, um, maybe, man. We don't really know, but. Um, this you didn't this not send me this logo by the way. Oh yeah, sorry about that. That because I couldn't necessarily find um the actual logo, so uh oh, let me let me you can just
3: talk about it. I I can easily visualize what it is <laughs> in my head. So well,
2: I'll send you some information right now, but um so Dejen Lockman, she's a a new uh cast member for the movie. Um I believe this was on Instagram. It has since been deleted, but uh, I believe she shared a picture of her child. One of her—I don't know if she's got multiple or one. Uh, I don't know who it was, boy or girl. I have no clue. But uh, she posted a picture of her child um, po- uh, creating the Jurassic logo out of like rocks or something or shells. I don't know. It's been a while, yeah. Uh, and it was deleted. Like I said, I got one g- quick look at it and then I forgot about it until today. Um, but uh the interesting part of that logo was the fact that it it was the Jurassic World logo and then it said Dominion underneath inside the logo um kind of like you know uh, Fallen Kingdom I think had that right right underneath yeah. um yeah not like uh Camp Cretaceous where it's like underneath or evolution or whatever but inside the logo and then on the side of Jurassic World on the World End there was three slash marks so yeah. Are we heading back into the territory of Jurassic Park three with the, you know, the, the slash well,
3: marks right through. Let me tell you about my first experience watching Jurassic Park three. Now I hate cliches. I hate them so much. And I especially hate them in Jurassic park because it's such a special franchise. Why <laughs> model it with cliches, right? So Jurassic park three, I'm like maybe a freshman in college. Maybe I'm in high school, like mid to late high school. I sit down in my seat and that Jurassic Park logo comes up and I'm like, ah, oh, this is cool. This is kind of like a, this is kind of a change up on on the Lost World, like, you know, hmm. look that it had in front of the water. And then the slashes happen. And before the movie even starts, I just go, oh, it's going to be one of those. And sure enough, that movie was one of those
2: um, 19 years old this year guys give it up for Jurassic it, park 3
3: congrats dress park 3 you, you're you're a movie um, you're you you're you um, i i hate that stuff like
2: and then it popped up with restricted restricted like on oh, the dude,
3: like yeah bad like photoshop or bad like After uh. oh dude let me just tell you, like we're not even thirty seconds into that movie, and I am already so incredibly sad. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and and then what, of course, Three, it doesn't and get so much like,
2: better in that intro. It's just the intro is just bad. Like that's <laughs> it's that's so a really, really bad, bad introduction with the green screen. Like, oh, we're on we're on the the parasail thing. It's bad. Oh, movie
3: is so terribly. <laughs> oh, oh. There's no dinosaurs in the intro. How are there no <laughs> dinosaurs in the intro of Jurassic Park 3?
4: I
2: don't know. Um, I don't know.
3: Yeah, so I don't know. And I also find it weird. Colin has been saying this is Jurassic Park 6. This is not Jurassic World 3. Unless something has changed in the marketing, unless they saw a poster they loved. But like, why re this? this feeling of what mm-hmm. was a failure. I'm sorry. That movie was a failure. It didn't do well at the box office. I mean, it did well, but like it didn't do what they hoped or expected a Jurassic sure. movie to Yeah. Do. Like why, why re-embrace what essentially is the weird redheaded stepchild of. Yeah. Jurassic? Like why? <laughs> just I don't,
2: so I, I don't know. Um, now I am bringing up uh, an image here that everybody should be able to see. It's um, uh, Emily Goldblum, uh, with the wife of Jeff Goldblum. Um, uh, she, I follow her page. She's awesome, and she posts a lot of family stuff too. So that's really cool to get that insight into to Jeff's life too. Um, but uh, there you see Jeff Goldblum and uh, his child there. So essentially doing the exact same thing that I was just talking about. Deach and Lockman, the new uh, cast member. It's so odd that it I, – I, I. again, I really wish I had that picture available, but it looked so similar to me remembering back. And mm-hmm. I just find it interesting that Jeff's knee is, is right where it is, uh, kind of blocking out where the D would be, but potentially where those three slash marks are. I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell yeah. here if it would fit. But um, I just find it interesting that they both did this logo here, and I wanted to bring up the fact that that other logo was out there. So it it could have been a logo that was maybe on a script or something else. Um, I feel like this has happened before. I think maybe it happened with Fallen Kingdom. Uh, I don't remember specifically, but I I remember something similar happened. Um, I mean,
3: I know they were throwing around the the phrase Jurassic World 2 back in those days, like when they were – before we knew it was Fallen Kingdom, right? Everyone kind of knew Jurassic World 2, and I think there was even like a a rap party – where they talked, where like, there was an image of Jurassic World 2, um, and it may have had the slashes then. I don't know. I mean, I forget. look, if I want a production, and they want that to be the working title, or they want that to be, like, the graphic they put on the production t-shirt or something, fine. Like, whatever. But please leave it out of official marketing stuff. Like,
2: yeah. I'm not into that cliche thing either. I, I definitely dislike it as much as you do. Um,
3: Which is funny because, like, I say, like, Jurassic World has been free of cliche, but it's really not been. Like, I thought the <laughs> intro to Fallen Kingdom with the the CG logo and the lava, like, I sat there going, like, oh, no. Really? Oh, no. Okay. I mean, I, I guess oh, I could see that because oh, it is
2: so different from what we've been having before, but I honestly I, loved it. I, I thought it was awesome.
3: Movies up until... Well, Jurassic Park 3 okay the two really good movies <laughs> the, the three really good movies because Jurassic World is really really good yeah they start with just a nice simple here's the title of the movie
0: mm-hmm.
3: and it's 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 like a moment of quiet before all the hell breaks loose right so sure. Like I kind of just like that simple. Like the movie already speaks for itself on action and suspense and like tension. Like I don't need the logo doing somersaults and like I don't know. It was just too much for me. (laughs) Keep it simple.
2: Uh, I you know I I had a good time with it. Um, it's interesting because so far we don't have any kind of logo. I did say the other day on Twitter like, hey, this would be a great time to um. To put out that that would be funny if I brought up that tweet. But um let's see if I can bring it up while I'm talking about this. But I said like it would be funny if we or good if we got the actual logo instead of uh just some random stuff that we have because we don't have anything really to to promote or to talk about or to share around with articles or whatever the case may be. We do have we do have um this one bit of information here. I'll bring it up here. Oh, it's giant in the picture. But um so we do have, like, the red and yellow black logo, the the, the very faithful Jurassic Park-style logo, which I really right. hope they continue to use in some form or fashion. Um, we do also have underneath that um, on their – this is uh, the Amblin site. There is um, a Jurassic World with under under that dominion with the logo next to it. So that is kind of interesting. That's more like what you're saying where the movie starts and you just get – the words I you even, know just like I the lost world I
3: hated that logo it was just that like the time to do the dominion or no, i'm sorry the time to do the fallen kingdom intro the time to do that was jurassic world one right mm-hmm. like say hey this is a new trilogy or a new this is a new point we're gonna go all out with crazy cg logo or like or like the standard like I really like the trailers from both Fallen Kingdom and uh Jurassic World where it's the logo but with like I think one was in fog and the other one had like embers flying past it. Like I mm-hmm. really dug that. Um I don't know, it just felt it felt like I I saw this amazing reboot of my favorite franchise of all time and then the next movie I go
4: in and it's like the roller coaster's about to begin.
2: Um Yeah, for real.
0: Know, so you know. <laughs>
3: And, yeah, and it did. Yeah.
2: I mean, I like that kind of stuff to me. Like it, um, it's adding some new blood into the franchise without going too, too crazy in my eyes. Like I, I kind of liked that. Sure. Um, but I also do really love the subtle, uh, just introduction of like the lost world Jurassic Park, like that, that quiet introduction and all that, that is great as well. So I think, I, I don't know. I mean, who knows what they're going to be doing here? Um, And I don't know. Is that actually something I don't don't think we I don't think we talked about that this at all. What
4: did we We talk talk about?
2: Did did we talk about um, let me get this off our screen here. Did we talk about the. um, The shooting that happened out in Yemen
3: no, you're talking about the first unit or whatever. Yeah, well it was like yeah, or some sorry, unit,
2: like second unit, unit out first. in uh yeah. yeah, I don't think we discussed that. Um which I don't even know really what there is to discuss except for it looked like that's where they filmed and apparently they were working yeah. on the first 5 minutes of the movie. So
3: So I I don't generally um I like the guys at Outpost. I generally don't listen to their podcast because I want ours to feel a little fresher, like, and I don't want to <laughs> um, like retread on stuff. But I am going to retread sure. on this because I did listen to their last episode, and they talked about like a lot of times when someone says the first five minutes, it's like this just what they tell the crew so that for like spoilers and stuff. I don't know how mm-hmm. true that is. I feel like people who work on the film are kind of in the know, um, but yeah. So. They briefly mentioned that. I thought that was interesting. Um, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's possible just to
2: be a little misleading, I guess, but um because I I mean I I hope not, because if that's the case, it's probably squashing our theories from, from the last episode with Dodgson a little but bit. But it doesn't
3: have to be. I mean, they could have been shooting the first five minutes. I mean, they could have been shooting the B roll. I I yeah. highly doubt, right? I highly doubt that the second unit is shooting the entire five minutes of the movie there's no Mm -hmm. way that's not something that sequence that's not something that you assign especially coming off of fallen kingdom which has arguably the best introduction to any jurassic movie of all time i mean Mm -hmm. i mean geez does it trump the original i mean it might you know i think it Um, does
2: i think it does it's it's so hard because it's so classic Everything about that moment is classic, but, yeah, yeah, but man, yeah. Falling Kingdom's intro is incredible. Oh,
3: that T-Rex uses <sighs> her body to just move that car. Oh, it's oh that so is the best good. thing ever. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> this thing is not in my way. I'm going to eat you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like even if they're <sighs> shooting the first five minutes, it might just be shots that they need. Or maybe the first five minutes is... Telling this, you know, is Dodson telling the story and they need like flashback shots or footage or like memory images or something like there's no way they put this small second unit and you go shoot the the intro sequence. There's no way it's not happening.
2: That's very fair. I, you know, I never considered that too much. So that that's interesting because it has to be big it has to be a big moment and it seems like they're cuz i i think they did say that there might be animatronics but i don't know um i, I don't know I, I just hope it is what we expect it to be um <laughs> that i feel like our our our, our conversation not... last month got a lot of traction and a lot of uh hype going for the potential flashback sequences and everything that we had
3: even it was if awesome. it's not what we expect it to be, it's not going to be a dull scene. It's not going to be something no. that Trevorrow wouldn't be 100% in control of. Like, I don't know, man. After after that intro sequence, yeah. which I think we've heard or we know that Trevorrow was, like, deeply involved in that intro se- sequence to Fallen Kingdom. Like, and then Battle at Big Rock, which is also amazing. Like, there's just no way that he's like, oh, all right, well, you you crew go off and shoot the intro <laughs> to my my next movie like there's just no yeah
2: yeah especially because it it needs to be a bang you know he needs to kind of uh get that hype back up after uh the book of henry and then of course um him getting let go from star wars he really needs to like come out with a bang i think
3: does he though i mean like i feel like book of henry like (laughs) did did anybody think that was gonna do like crazy did, did it did it bomb no. commercially or did it bomb critically? Because there's totally a difference there. You know what I'm saying? Or did uh, it bomb at all? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about
2: the numbers, to be honest. I don't think it did all that well, number wise. But um as far as critically and just people talking about it, it was just trashed. So,
3: oh, that's not good. Yeah.
2: So that's that's, that's that's why everybody was kind of nervous because, well, first off, they didn't look Jurassic World, and then second off, he he apparently bombed the book of Henry and then star Wars hires him and they're like, Oh, this is the worst thing ever happened. Um, but, uh,
3: you know what? I think he got his, I think he got a little bit of vindication after. Oh, script or leaked synopsis. Like 100% that movie sounded cool. Yeah. I mean, he, he's bounced back
2: big time. Like he has been like kind of number one. I feel like in a lot of people's books recently, just because like of that leaked script and and everything that came out and people's hate now, of the rise of Skywalker and and stuff like was that. Was he the so, one
3: releasing images like concept art from his original? Come version?
2: on, you know he did that, right? Like who else did that? He definitely did that. I feel like he got Dude. so trashed, Dude. you know, in the media that he's like, all right, you know, get out of here. I'm gonna leak all this good understand. information.
3: But how do how does he have it, <laughs> man? I'm telling you, Disney is locked up. How does he have these images like? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. There is, there is, so I've worked on lots of Disney movies, right? I work for a company that is a vendor for, for Disney's, uh, you know, we do a lot of their 3d, um, work and we do some of their, like their 2d stuff and dude, Disney is like Oh, you're gonna be a vendor for Disney. Well, we're gonna. You got to go through all this stuff to make sure that like nothing gets out, right? Like, and who am I? I'm just the guy. I'm just. I'm like a. Th- I'm a 3D conversion artist, right? Like, there's no <laughs> way that Trevorrow is just like throwing around images of his own free will, right? I feel like that yeah. stuff had to have been supplied to him by Disney to release. There's just I just don't buy it. I just don't buy it.
2: I mean, why would they do that? Why would they want to trash their own thing before their thing hits? It's, it's very, I feel
3: like even, just, I feel like even talking about Disney, I'm going to lose my job. Tomorrow. <laughs> like well, The first rule of fight club, the first rule of Disney is you don't talk. Don't about talk Disney, about right? Disney. Yeah.
2: I mean, that is fair. That is very, very fair. I remember um, we went to uh, Feld entertainment's, you know, headquarters and, and, you know, you were yeah. there and, and it was like, yeah, it was like let's let's take this tour of the backstage facilities, you know, the people who created Jurassic World Live Tour, and we're like, All right, let's go into this building and it's costumes and everything. And it's like, do not do not take any pictures over that direction. Barely even look at that stuff. It's all yeah, that's Mickey nothing. Mouse that's heads and costumes and, and everything. Yeah, I know that's nothing, sure. But like that's just that's right. you know, on that level, there's still, you know, Amped about like not letting anything get out because they don't want to oh, ruin yeah. the magic in that sense. So, yeah, I get it. It's uh, it's it's tough. <laughs> but um, I, I guess let's continue on with Colin because uh, he uh recently did a chat with Collider um and uh, a few other uh oh yeah Comic Con yeah Comic Con's out. Everybody's like, oh, I can't wait to get some Jurassic news. <laughs> No. Why? Why would you get any Jurassic News out of Comic Con? First off, Universal, yeah. I feel like, just despises Comic Con. Um, plus, this year it's all virtual, so like no
3: incentive really to to get too much out there. So Well, you gotta remember the Nedry figure that now apparently you can get in other places, the Nedry figure was a Comic Con exclusive. Like mm-hmm. the, the batch that we all pre ordered from Entertainment Earth was the Comic Con batch, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So
2: <sighs> so uh Colin did a chat with uh Collider and Robert Rodriguez, a, a director there, and uh Joseph Kaczynski. Um so that was a was pretty awesome conversation, I guess. So I didn't watch the whole thing, I'll be honest. Uh um, I watched
4: a good show. It was interesting.
2: <laughs> I was busy today, look, you know, and then I heard nothing happened, so I didn't watch it.
3: <laughs> I-, I like that we do this <laughs> monthly show about the monthly events and we're pretty open about the fact that we just talk about it for like two hours prior to the (laughs) show.
2: Well, here's the thing. Like we can come in like with no idea and we'll, we'll talk for three hours about Jurassic. Yeah. So pretty, pretty standard, but I will say, you know, not, not dissing ourselves too much. We do have a lot of this stuff on our mind, despite the fact that this thing came out today, but um, you know, we do have a lot of this stuff on our mind. So let's, let's actually listen in uh, quickly here because uh, I have a few things that I want to play. This first one is about uh, them. Uh, I believe this is the one where they're resuming filming. So let's talk. Uh, let's, let's talk to Colin. Hey, Colin. Uh, what's going on with Interview. the filming? I'll tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah.
4: This. It was, it was uh, announced that we're going to be going back into production uh, in a couple of weeks um, on Jurassic World Dominion. So we we had to stop, just like the rest of the world, uh, and now. Uh, there's just a real sense of, of family and camaraderie amongst everyone who knows that uh, we're going to really need to support each other uh, to, to do what we're about to do. Uh, if you can imagine uh, the challenge of making a movie like this in the first place. Um, and I'm sure as you, you've, if you saw the last movie, you know, this is not just, you know, some people on an Island anymore. It's, it's a really you know large scale global Epic story uh, with characters from uh, the original Jurassic Park, all in major roles. uh, And of course, you know, Bryce and and Chris. And so all of these people uh, have come together uh, in a really inspiring way. Uh, And we have Zooms together and, you know, we have, (laughs) you know, chat threads together as as we try to get uh, each other, you know, inspired and kind of riled up uh, for, for what we need to uh, attempt to do. And the biggest challenge uh, for me is that, you know, we, we have, Tons of protocols and, and many, many layers uh, of, of, of safety and protection for everybody, because that's obviously the top priority. But uh, once all of that uh, has uh, been applied, it's still going to be a couple people uh, in the center of a circle trying to make something feel real and honest. And so to, to find that in the context of all this, we may be the first ones out uh, doing that. And so we'll, we'll certainly report back, but uh, we definitely have the right team. I think a lot of filmmakers wish they had a break in the middle of a shoot to allow them to look at what they had and to think about what they want to do in the future. You, you were shooting for almost a month. How has this hiatus maybe impacted your script or.
2: Oh, I guess I stopped
4: it there. Um, Let me pull that back. Action set pieces. Has it allowed you to look at what you had and what you wanted to do in a different way? Uh man, I, I wish we all had that. Uh that it's, I'm sure everyone agrees, the ability to to just stop and and think for a second about what you were doing, uh cut it together, uh make sure that especially if you're trying something, you know, really new, uh that what you believed would work is working. Uh and we we did. We got to do that. And uh we didn't really uh, change the script much but we we definitely were able to to cut and go into
2: all right i feel like all this is like stuff that we've heard before so we've kind of heard that they they haven't changed much and uh everything's all still the same blah 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 so yeah again not too (laughs) much new information there (laughs) it's kind i feel like this is kind of like when we watched um when we watched Cross uh, Animal Animal Talking, right? We're like, everybody's in the chat. Like, oh, we're gonna get some good stuff about Jurassic World Dominion, oh, and oh. then nothing happened, right? So there was a little bit of stuff, but not nothing really worth talking nothing about crazy, too much. Yeah. So, um,
3: I mean, having worked on the last two Jurassic World movies, like I will definitely say, and I don't definitely not breaking NDA saying this, that crew is professional Mm -hmm. like they know how dare you say that i know (laughs) they know what they want (laughs) you'd be surprised they know what they want and like they know what they want they strive for it they get it and it happens like a well-oiled machine that jurassic franchise is well-oiled like the final product is fantastic and like there's no i feel like when I was working on it, there was no like just craziness going on. It was a dream to work on. So, mm-hmm. you know um, that's not always the case with every single movie. Right. Um, you know, I've heard, and I can actually talk about this one cause I did not work on this movie, but I've heard just horror stories about working on like when Batman v Superman or, you know, and like what justice league was going to be. I've heard stories about how like those productions completely shifted you know, in the middle of, of production. Right. And I didn't experience anything like that on the Jurassic world movies. And, you know, I think that's just a testament to how much universal lets Trevorrow and his team do what they want to do. They're pre planners. These movies aren't made in the span of a year and a half. They, they're made in the course of three years. So like, you know, the pre planning that they do, and he'll talk a little bit more about some of the other techniques they're using, but like, the pre-planning they do on these movies, I think, shows in the final product for sure. So, yeah. um, you know, they're fantastic. Yeah.
2: Uh, next up here, uh, they're going to be—he's ta- going to be talking about uh, potentially
4: more animatronics. So, uh, we'll take it away, Colin. It's cool to watch people do them, but I'm not necessarily looking to do it myself. Uh, we've actually gone more practical with every. Uh, Jurassic movie we've made since the first one, and we have more animatronics in this one uh, than we have in the previous two. Um, and and the thing that that I found just especially in you know in working uh, in the past couple of months is that we finally reached a point where it's possible to the, the digital extensions on animatronics will be able to match the the texture uh, and and the the level of, of fidelity. Uh, that uh, on film uh, an animatronic is going to be able to, to bring and you, you didn't used to be able to really mix them like, you could really see the you could really see the seams uh, And so that part of it is is very exciting for me and, and also just in the context of our stuff we've Jay Bayona really uh, he, he found the value in, in creating uh, really real, just beautiful lighting references that, that could be articulated just slightly just a, just a head and a jaw that could move and the ability to, but but painted beautifully, hand-painted, and we do it for all of the dinosaurs now, so we put it into a space, you can see how the light, you know, reacts to the skin, like, and uh, when, even if they ultimately do make that, you know, a digital animal, there was always something there, you know, reacting to the light in that environment uh, that uh, has proven to be uh, just puppetry in general, really simple puppetry has proven to be uh, amazing.
3: All right, so...
4: There's some not there's a
3: ton th- new there, but there's yeah. one juicy thing. I'll let you. I'll I let feel you like there's
2: there's a few things in there. We have the fact that uh, you know more more animatronics. I think we've talked about that a bit here. Um, more animatronics than the previous two, right? So there was what one the apatosaurus two, in the first one, three, maybe three total. Yeah, um, you have the apatosaurus. There was only one yep. in Jurassic World, and then you have uh blue in in fallen kingdom on, uh, yeah on the vet uh,
3: bed right yep
2: and then you also had the indoraptor which didn't actually make it into the film but it was uh, but you're missing
3: a you're missing a big one bud Is there a big one Yeah the T-Rex that Claire climbs oh, on
2: The T-Rex Th- sorry so there's three in that yeah. movie right is there three Yeah and and then so four total so mm-hmm. is there five Is there six is there seven like I am I'm really interested to know, but at least we know that there should be more than four. Hopefully, he said more than than the uh, previous two. So
3: more than mm-mm. Do okay, you, you don't fair. think it was
2: combined. I thought he combined. Said, did. He not say combined. He said more I don't remember the,
3: more than the previous two. So like, well, I I, mean, I kind
2: of take that as like there should be more than both of them. Sh-
3: okay, fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> again, oh, you know what? We didn't talk about this prior to the show, but. Mm-hmm this is actually a fantastic time to bring this up. Oh, what is it? Like, (laughs) why this love, why this love for animatronics? Like, why? Like, I don't get it. They looked great. They, they do what they do in Jurassic park to their, what they need. They do what they need to do. They sway their head. They open their mouth, you know? Yeah. um, And in Jurassic park, they were filmed beautifully right? Mm -hmm. And you can definitely tell the difference between CG and animatronic in that movie now. Back then, we were kind of dumb, right? Maybe you couldn't, but like, then the (laughs) Lost World comes out, and like, Spielberg axes an entire stegosaur sequence with an animatronic stegosaur, right? The intro was supposed to have an animatronic, like, adult-sized stegosaur. It got to set. It's documented. This thing got to set. Spielberg showed up, watched it move, and was like, no. We're just gonna see (laughs) this entire thing. So... But then, Jurassic Park Three comes out, and again, congrats Jurassic Park Three for just being what you are. Those <laughs> animatronics were shot to- so terribly; they moved oh. awful. Like S- some of them, not all of them, I think. Oh, man, dude, they, some of it, <laughs> most of it, was so incredibly bad. So, uh. like, I did this conversation with you this month. It's like, yeah. why is everyone pro animatronics? Is it just simply that it's? just to say that we built a dinosaur like because I, like honestly like i don't know anybody with a big enough budget can build a dinosaur right like we saw jurassic world live tour we've seen the exhibition we've seen built dinosaurs mm-hmm. um and you made a good point in our conversation you were like yes you can tell I f- i feel like you were saying like a cg dinosaur like never looks good or bad but like when an animatronic dinosaur falls apart, it really falls apart, or something like. You yeah, said something, something like that.
2: I, I might have said that too, but I think like the way I see it is, you you can tell a CG dinosaur is a CG dinosaur, and you can tell uh, animatronic is an animatronic. So like this is, this what, is what you said. And I Why love are this. I love like this. who cares? Like we know which one is which. Why are we fighting over? It? It's not like one is better than the other or
3: something like that. I just don't. Well, no, I love I, I would love would that Colin. Like, God, when you you said when you see a CG or when you see a animatronic dinosaur, you always know it's an animatronic dinosaur. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you see oh, a CG yeah. dinosaur, you yeah. can't tell. And so, like for mm-hmm. me, the very first time that I was ever one hundred percent tricked in uh, this movie, I gotta be careful. the The first time I was ever fully tricked was when I first saw the indominus from under the car
2: yep that's exactly the spot i was thinking yeah
3: and that jaw. and like i remember going like oh my gosh like that animatronic is so incredibly good and it was like cg i could not believe it it was the very first time i was ever just completely tricked Uh and like by the cg and you know for me like jurassic parks cg it's it's advancements in that thing. For me, that's like a life-changing thing. Like I literally do what I do because I want so badly to strive to achieve that. Mm-hmm. And so like when everyone's like, oh, animatronics, I'm like, okay. Like, sure, <laughs> I guess like get yeah. excited. But that's me personally, obviously. Yeah. I'm like in the minority on that.
2: Sure. I do like the point that you brought up that I brought up. That is that is a good point because like I'm glad like, I could
3: quote a very good quote of yours.
2: You can <laughs> you can get fooled by the CG. Like that that moment is is something that I'll watch still today and be like,
3: how is that not real? How is that not real? Like I think the I think the Carnotaur roaring by the um by the gyrosphere in gyrosphere valley, I think mm-hmm. that is that is real to me.
2: Yeah. Like, like, like when it's eye comes up in real. there, how is that not real? Like it's so nuts, dude
3: yeah it, dude, it's, it's so nuts it's crazy but anyway um, to your point though like you can tell what an animatronic is an animatronic because it it's always going to have that weird motion that that simple motion i shouldn't say mm-hmm. weird motion it's always going to do simple things you're never going to see this animatronic running through a field you know what i'm saying
2: <laughs> yeah and even when you do when you see them moving like you do in jurassic world live tour it's just the lumbering like back and forth kind of slow you know and and it looks awesome it's very very impressive but it's not it's not the moment in fallen kingdom where this the t-rex is like you said it's picking up a truck it's smashing its way through It's, it's not doing that so animatronic can't do that why why do we care so much about the animatronic i i don't know i just think maybe because it's more believable in a lot of people's eyes i just don't i don't know though I really don't know what it is, um, and I still see it constantly that it's like, why are we, why are we not making more animatronics and, and you know the ones – the CG looks so bad these days. I'm like, what are you talking about? Rewatch Jurassic Park because it's the best prime example, and I just watched it the other night, all right, and I paid attention to all these details. The CG most of the time looks pretty bad, pretty bad. These days. I
3: mean, it's not, on, I'm not going to say it's bad. It's not on par with today. It, right? it just, it looks, it
2: looks weird. It just looks weird, man. Like it, it, the, the Brachiosaurus it's looks pretty too. bad. I got to say, yeah, it does not look very good.
3: And, and Brachiosaurus is by today's standards. It's a low polygon model. Yeah. And it basically has one texture map. On. I'm not going to super nerdy, but it basically has a bump map. Is essentially in the computer, it's just a trick. But if you look at the edges of that model, the edges of that model don't actually bump in where you think it's being bumped in. And you can see this in video games all the time, right? Like if you look at the mm. edge, a bump map is, is essentially, a, it's a lighting trick in the computer, but it doesn't actually deform the model in any way to give it that wrinkle, right? We're getting to the point in the last like 10 years, we can actually model in those wrinkles and render those full on, you know, like no problem. Um, I myself am going through a renaissance in like my modeling and cause I, I used to really badly want to be a 3d modeler until dude, can you believe it? I'm so, so mad. When I was in school in 2009, <laughs> all I would do is sit there and model like CG dinosaurs. Uh-huh. And my professors were like, you need to like not do this because like you, you gotta do something other than dinosaurs. And so I stopped and man, oh. dude, if I would have gotten really good, oh. I could be working on CG models for Jurassic World. Like I had potential, man. Like I'm not like trying to like toot my own horn. Like I, I had, promise, <laughs> you know, like I I could have done it, man. I just would have done nothing but sit there and model dinosaurs. Well, um, I don't
2: doubt that, man. I, I think uh, I've seen your work. You know, it's it's pretty awesome. So
3: I'm keep keep, Man, keep going. Keep going. So um, keep at anyway, it, dude. You know, the, the CG verse animatronic argument. I mean, if you want to take some time and Google like mistreatment of like VFX artists or like Google like, you know, the CG conspiracy of like how Hollywood treats its VFX artists, like in being in that industry, I kind of can see a reason for the argument with a lot of CG artists have is that studios downplay the CG, even in movies that are full on full blown, like, like transformers or something like that. Mm. Right. Where like, you have to have CG, right. The argument that a lot of CG artists make is that Hollywood downplays the specialness of CG or the, or the amazing things that CG can do because when Hollywood admits that they have to have CG, then that's all of a sudden, like when, CG people can start asking for like way more money and bids can like start going up. But like a lot of like this industry, cause like you'll notice in the nineties, it was very much like, look at CG, look what it can do. Look how great it is. Look how amazing it is. Mm-hmm. And budgets for these movies just got like crazy big. And then what a lot of VFX artists feel is that like by downplaying how much you need of CG or by downplaying how important CG is, yeah, you can basically the studio like universal or disney or whatever can go to a vendor and be like i mean you're not that important we have a whole other company vendor over here that's willing to do it for like half this price sure right I and mean, you can you can look up things like the studio of life of pie that went out of business like right after the movie Ugh. like came out um th- there's all these things that you can google and look around for and if you're interested in the industry i think you should but yeah i don't that's my that's my rant. I get. I don't even know where I was. What going were we right? talking about? I was, Animatronics. Um, I was just trying to basically. Well, trying yeah, to say, sure. like, like, let's not downplay how amazing the CG looks sure. in a modern Jurassic movie. Yeah. like it's phenomenal.
2: And and speaking of the animatronic in Jurassic Park, that was another thing that I was looking at. Like the T Rex, you can you can clearly see it jittering throughout that whole rain sequence. Like, yeah, it's just clearly yeah. jittering, and that. Is something that takes me out of the moment. It doesn't take me out of it where I'm like, "This movie sucks." It takes me out of it where I'm like, "Oh, I see it jittering, and now I remember that it's an animatronic, that it's not real." You know, so what? Both I think both CG and and um, you know animatronics both do that to me at times. You know, there there's moments in *Fallen Kingdom* where I see blue and I'm like, "Eh, that doesn't look very good." But there's also yeah. moments where I see the Indoraptor and I'm like, oh my god, that's crazy cool, or or the Carnotaurus where I'm like, oh my god. So yeah. it happens both ways, and it doesn't really need to be one or the other. So
3: now, this actually leads me to the next topic or the next part of his statement. And uh-huh. no one's talking oh about yeah, this.
0: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I you mentioned to you this part.
3: before. <laughs> no one's talking about this. He said, for the first time ever, we're going to be able to have character extensions. What? That means, Brad. Like, I want you to think of like a movie <laughs> where, like, maybe someone is like climbing to the top of a pyramid, right? Okay.
2: P- picturing and, a pyramid.
3: Okay. And like pyramid, the the part that the person is touching, right? They may have only built the top, like, I don't know, one eighth of that pyramid, right? Mm-hmm. But then because of the way the bricks are done, there's tracking markers right right all over the place. They can basically take a live person climbing on top of a pyramid, right? And then they can, like, add the entire base of the pyramid. They can add Egyptian statues. They can add a desert in the background. They can have the camera spin around it because the person and the tip of the pyramid is real. There's tracking markers. So now we can lay out, like, where all the CG stuff is going, right? So
2: so explain how this is different, so, though, than the Empatosaurus. Okay. Too.
3: So, what tr- so what I'm trying to tell you is that's 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 considered a set extension, right? They have taken mm-hmm. the set, which um the very tip of this pyramid, and they have digitally extended it, right? And what he basically just said was that we are going to be able to have character extensions, which is essentially you could have the torso of an animatronic, but CG legs blended into it you could have mm-hmm. the outside of the mouth when like the like back in the Jurassic World when the Indominus roars and opens its mouth right the whole thing is cg they could essentially have a an animal uh that opens its mouth but the inside is all cg mm-hmm. right like this is never to my knowledge this has never been done like this on a Jurassic World movie or a Jurassic park v in general now jurassic park 3 touted the fact that they would have cg and animatronics in the same shot and i think that's an important milestone that's not something that we should necessarily uh you know turn our noses up at like for all the crap that i give jp3 right it did give us that it did give us a cg animal and an animatronic animal not off to each other in the same shot
0: Mm
3: -hmm. um Now, what you're talking about with Jurassic World, like how is it different from the Apatosaurus? Um, It's different in the sense that like.
2: Is it just fully being painted over in a way where that original animatronic doesn't exist anymore or. Because I feel that's what happened with the the Indoraptor, right? Like they filmed some stuff with a head and stuff for the uh, Indoraptor. And then what you see in the movie and the arm and whatnot, it's not actually that anymore i mean
3: i would suppose and i'm definitely not speaking about anything i've ever seen right i guess like in theory like when you look at like maybe like de-aging or something like that in in these movies or um uh i'm being very careful (laughs) you talk about like de-aging in these movies or like replacing a thing not uh-huh. like okay, replacing a thing, right? Like okay, so you do have you have the light. Let's say you have the lighting reference. He talks about like lighting references, mm-hmm. um, in that he used on uh, Fallen Kingdom, right? Like okay, um, you you put the puppet in the scene, you film it in the scene, and then just over it, like because literally you know com- basic compositing, A over B, right? You put CG dinosaur literally over, um puppet dinosaur and now all of a sudden I, I wouldn't even necessarily say that's a blend that's literally mm. just replacing one with the other yeah. um, you know this to me sounds very much like and I'm going to use a very bad example And I don't <laughs> want anyone to get worried because there are actually fantastic uh, fantastic examples of this working but I can talk about this movie because I didn't work on it um, <laughs> when you look at the jaw changes for Henry Cavill in Justice League right he actually is a character extension. Um, They basically took his clips of him talking and then they mapped in, they 3d modeled and put in a CG face. And then they, they kind of like blended the two, right? So it's like CG Henry Cavill goes over live action, Henry Cavill. I'm like working this out in my mind. And then like, you basically like, you know, blend the two together by saying like, okay, reveal live action, Henry Cavill on top and, and keep cg henry cavill like on the bottom like in the jaw part right mm-hmm. so um that technically is a character extension it's not a good example of one not not very mm-hmm.
2: good no <laughs>
3: no um the it's Irish like the Man, worst possible one. <laughs> the irishman was um like character extensions where like they would like they deaged aged mm-hmm. uh why wow, i'm blanking on robert his name. de niro They like de-age Robert De Niro, and then like they use like a three D model of him to like for that de-aging effect. Also, Um, just
2: looked like a sixty-year-old guy or however old he is, seventy-six kicking other people. So it didn't it worked, but but, like also just looked like an eighty-year-old guy or however old he is.
3: But wasn't he supposed to be younger in that film?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the moment where he's de-aged, he's supposed to be like thirty or something. But just his mannerisms and everything about him just oh. felt it just felt 80 you know like you can't fake sure. that <laughs> no
3: um but i guess what i'm trying to say is like the the, this the thing that he makes that announcing is new and if he's saying like hey it's, it's indistinguishable
2: really
3: yeah you know i say it all the time in colin i trust so like if he's saying it's amazing it's really good i don't think that colin would say yeah let's just do this to be new mm-hmm. right if he's seen the proof if he's seen that it can work then i'm I'm really excited for this, for what is truly going to be an animatronic CG hybrid.
0: Yeah,
2: I'm I'm really interested to see uh, what he means there. And I, yeah, I, I can't wait to see if it's like a blend of the two and just see them, you know, like you're saying, like a tail or something that's real or a face that's real and a tail that's whipping around or whatever it is. If it's an upper half and then maybe running legs or something like, uh, you know, you could do anything like that.
3: You know, like I, I kind of mentioned to you before, like, think of that shot where um, you're you're in the Lost World, where you're looking from Jeff Goldblum's perspective, and you see a velociraptor coming through the uh, window, right? Mm-hmm. And the way that shot works is that you see the head of the raptor, the torso of the raptor, and then we've seen yeah. behind the scenes where that's all it is. It's the chest cavity, the neck, and the head of the raptor. Mm-hmm. And then, like, four feet back, they've got a tail on a stand, like wagging back and forth right
0: mm-hmm.
3: now there's no reason if he's saying that there's these hybrid character animatron i don't even know what to call it because you can't it's a hybrid character i guess now that you have this hybrid character you don't have to do the camera trickery anymore
4: mm-hmm. like you
3: don't have to like angle your camera a specific way if you notice in that shot that camera is locked because if the camera moves to the left or to the right in any way you're going to reveal a giant gap between the two animatronics it takes to make up that that shot right yeah but what they're saying now is like if you have that shot you now can actually swing the camera Mm
0: -hmm. because
3: now we're gonna we're gonna at the chest cavity we're gonna add a half a digital dinosaur to the front of this animatronic like that's awesome (laughs) i can't wait to see it God, I hope it looks better than Henry Cavill in Justice oh, League.
2: Oh, hopefully. I mean, hopefully Henry Cavill looks better than Henry Cavill in in the next iteration. <laughs> he's,
3: building, he's building PCs, man. <laughs> Henry Cavill's building them PCs. Oh, my
2: God. Yeah, that is amazing. That that going, making the rounds the other day. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and our last thing uh, from Colin is about uh, some characters reprising their roles. So totally, you know, with,
4: with the actors in in, uh, in Dominion with, you know, it's these legends, it's Laura Dern and Sam Neill and wait, they're in this movie. The last last time they played these roles, they were directed by Steven Spielberg and then (laughs) hereby, and you know, they know that I exist, (laughs) but you know, they, they want to know, they want to know my heart. And so I I think making sure that they're going to trust you the way that they trusted, uh, somebody like that. Uh, it's, it's a little, it's a little nerve wracking.
0: It's getting Bruce Willis in Sin City.
2: Oh, well, Bruce Willis and Sin City. That was the... uh, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they're back. And he's excited to work with them. Again, not much coming out of this, aside from what we just talked about.
3: Not much, but he does make a good point. Like, these are iconic characters. And again, like, Mm -hmm. I think Colin recognizes... Colin definitely recognizes, I think, that Jurassic World put him on the map. But again, like you said, what has he done outside of Jurassic World that's been, like, a massive success? I mean, look... Mm -hmm. When you're when you're someone like Laura Dern and you or Sam Neill or Jeff Goldblum and you're early to mid in your career, right? Working with Spielberg is a no-brainer, right? You don't question yeah. that. You yeah. know, you get to call, hey, Steve, Stephen thinks you'd be good for this mathematician role. Of course, like, of course you go on that audition <laughs> yeah, yeah. or just take the offer, right? But like, Colin Trevorrow does have, I think, something to prove, and I, I don't, you know, he doesn't have that that uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He doesn't have that. Um, I guess I'll say real. That's not the word I'm looking for, but he doesn't have that, that uh, prestige that Spielberg has. Yeah. Right. So, Hey, come reprise your classic roles. Come do it from me, a guy who basically has Jurassic world and some indie films under his belt. Mm-hmm. And I will try not to ruin your characters. Right. That's a big ask. I think yeah. to come back. So um, it's cool that he recognizes that and I'm excited to see what they do although he did say this is a global movie mm-hmm. do you think that these characters never interact with Owen and Claire
0: I think
2: do they you have th- th- I think they do I they have, they have to do.
3: Right? like that's what everyone wants to see right
2: yeah my my worry is that the big three don't fully interact themselves is that possible like a after like the, a Star Wars the, way
3: well, after the, I would say after the long running Star Wars where they don't interact with each other, I don't think that I don't think that happens.
2: Yeah, I, I think, know that was a, that was a big issue with Star Wars fans was the fact that Luke Han and Leia never got
3: together. They're not in a it, single scene together, right?
2: No, I mean there's you know moments where each of them see each other, uh, except for Han and Luke. But um, but yeah, okay. but, uh, yeah it's a. Uh,
3: they weren't it's kind of a part bummer. of the adventure, right? Like No,
2: but at least if everybody's together, you know, you got Ellie, you got Malcolm, and you got Grant all in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, that's all we can ask for.
3: <laughs> what what Travar said when he first took over Jurassic World was like, this movie is not about the same three characters over and over yeah. again, and I thought that was a great perspective. I was like, yes, you're right. This Jurassic World should be about the world and should be about mm-hmm. different characters, but as we get to this point in the trilogy, fine, we already have them announced. Like, let's let's marry the two franchises and be like, please, you know, yeah, right? Like, let's marry the two franchises and let's agree that, yes, while this story is global and it is, like, you know, um, over the course, over the entirety of the world, let's marry the franchises by saying, but everyone matters everything is together like i love that i think like right like lowry's back and
2: yep barry um, and barry is uh, back and other people
3: <laughs> like i'm not even opposed to someone like i was talking to jack ewins today about the original like jurassic park three novelizations and stuff
0: yeah
2: and
3: i guess like in one of the books eric kirby is actually famous because he's the kid who survived, like the island or something like that, and so like when he gets back, he gets yeah. he's he's kind of got that fame to him, and honestly, like that doesn't even bother me. Like I'm fine if like somehow Eric Kirby is referenced or or even cameos. I don't I don't I don't need him throughout the whole thing. He doesn't. He's not a big three, <laughs> all right. But like I don't mind if some of those characters even were to be like a part of this story in some sure. small way.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, I I keep
2: them, keep them all coming, keep keep more and more. I'd be totally open to seeing everybody return. Um but uh yeah, again, not a ton of news coming out of Comic-Con. It, uh, you know, we did get some moving on to the next topic. We we got the, the and you mentioned it before, the um Dennis Nedry uh oh, Barbasol can, which, you know, I got a chance to get that a little bit early. Um oh. it still seems like they're not shipping yet uh from Oops. Entertainment Earth. So I don't know what's going on there. Um but uh you know it did come back up. So we did get the availability again, to purchase um, Dennis Nedry in the Barbasol can uh, via Mattel Creations. So did you get a chance to check into that at all or, or no, no? I saw
3: there was going to be Mattel Creations. I got super busy with work this week and I was yeah. like, I have a Nedry, so this isn't like anything on my thing. So explain yeah. to me what this is going to be. Is this going to be like a direct buy from Mattel or something? Like what is it? It sounds
2: like it. I mean, you know, the everything went live. And this is a weird thing because it looks like the platform is not live yet, Mattel Creations. But as far as these these exclusives for San Diego Comic-Con go, it it gave, I guess, the platform, uh, it opened it up a little bit so that you could buy these exclusives. So I don't Mm -hmm. know what the deal is with other exclusives for other properties or whatever else they have. But um, we do know that you know Nedry already was on sale from Entertainment Earth. It was up for like an hour or something like that, I think, before it sold out. And then it finally hit, uh this Mattel Creations. So you went on Instagram and you follow Mattel Creations and from there they posted an image of Nedry and that's where you know you click on that and you can go to the shop and then it'll take you to their website where you can purchase it through their website. So it turns out that this was all available for like 2 to 3 minutes and it was sold out again. <laughs> Not very long, so it was gone pretty instantly, two to three minutes, and uh, I know a lot of people are getting held up, uh, you know, trying to transfer, you know, across the sites and fill out the forms and, you know, spot the images and do all the stuff that you need to do to get into and, and buy something. So, yeah, it was just a kind of a... Another thing where people are like, ah, oh, dis- really disappointed again. I didn't get a chance to get it, blah, blah, blah. You know, I feel terrible because, like, I've heard from so many people again that didn't have a chance to buy it. So it's it's a bummer. And I don't know what the words are going to be from here on out. Are we going to see it again? Uh, you we'll know, see it again. In a different form, probably. Probably without the Barbasol can and stuff like that. I know Barbasol is giving away at least one. I don't know if there's any more than that, but.
3: I think, I think you're right. I think, I think we'll see this figure again. And yeah, I think we'll see it without the Barbasol can. I think Mm -hmm. Hammond, I mean, as we're we're probably going to talk about in a little bit, I think Hammond is the prime example of us freaking out a year ago. (laughs) And then now it's like Hammond is really, I'll say reasonable. Like it's not unreasonable to think that you could get a Hammond action figure, you know? Sure.
2: Um, I know. Yeah. That, that, that specific exclusive with Hammond has been available forever at Universal Studios, so you can go pick up that one if you want to pay forty-five bucks. So, <laughs> Where do they,
3: who do they think they are?
2: I don't know. It was like fifteen bucks initially, and now it's forty-five. Uh, if you, but the thing is, it's there. If you want to get it, you can. You also have to pay a hundred and something bucks to get into Universal, but uh, have somebody pick it up for you.
3: Now out in this new set for with the Raptors and the banner, right? Like
0: mm-hmm.
3: even you had said, and I kind of agree. The big draw of that set is the banner. It's not Hammond. I mean, I, I have a Hammond, yeah. so I shouldn't necessarily downplay those that don't. Sure. Sure. But like the big, big draw is having that banner. Yeah. I, mean, and I don't I have,
2: know. I have this right here. Uh, and I forget. Uh, what was the, I don't know if it'll come up in the uh, system, but I'll try here um i forget what the price point was it was either 30 or 40 because i remember i bought you two separate things it was things. 29.99 yeah there's no result there i forget what it was um but yeah i have it right here still i have not opened it yet but uh there you got the the set here with the, the awesome banner you got which side is he on hammond and ellie and then the two raptors which
3: i'm like why is this only coming with two which show me again show me which two does it have it, the crouching one at least? It does yeah, have a crouching it's a, one.
2: It's the same. Yeah. The same old Raptors. You got the crouching one and then yeah, you it, got the standard. Man. Why, why is there not a third one? Like it, it's just common sense that there's three Raptors in that movie that attack everybody. Why? If it's just, unless you're going to come out with an attack back version of this Raptor, like I, fingers crossed that they do because otherwise I'm going to have to buy an entire another set. And get another Hammond and another Ellie, and then I have four See, Raptors. I don't want four. I want three.
3: You know, I don't understand. The, I don't understand the Ellie. This, are we moving mm. on to this tour? Can we talk? About, are we talking about this yeah, toy later? Yeah. No, okay. let's do it now. Right. Let's
2: let's let's get into right. it now.
3: That set should have been the two kids, hands down. Mm, that set oh. should have been the two kids. That should have been the because think that would have been man. awesome. You're getting two Raptor repaints. You're getting the banner and then you're getting Lex and Tim? Like
2: that's like almost that's too hot, man. I, that's too many things. That's too like, exclusive.
3: Can you, can you even imagine? <laughs> um, no, but we we're talking about Mattel that's... Creations. And actually you know, we can tie it back into Mattel Creations. Mattel Creations just sounds like another way of not getting the toy you want. Why would this mm. not be a way? And we're always we're always brainstorming on here how to sell human action figures. Why would this not be a way to pre-order a figure that is not in production. I did that with. Yeah, I did well, that with Beast. Was it Beast of Mesozoic? Like I ordered one mm-hmm. of his Raptors. Like I ordered that. I didn't get that toy for like another year and a half or two years. Yeah, like I think I ordered Look. it when I was in California, and I didn't even <laughs> get it until I was in Canada. So, like, we don't know. It might
2: be like that, you know, because the the thing that the portal does not officially open up uh, for a little while. Let me see if um if I can see exactly. But I know there was a countdown on the website the other day. Um, full platform access as of right now. It's different when you're watching or listening. It says forty six days, twelve hours, two minutes, fourteen seconds. So that's the full platform access. So that's that's where it could get interesting. Where maybe we're getting other figures, and uh, maybe there are pre orders for Lex and Tim or something like that to see what the what the you know how, how well it's going to sell or whatever. So, uh, well, so I don't know. The
3: thing. It's like, so the reason we get the inventory we get in these stores, right. The reason you get a hundred Owens on the shelf is because Owen will sell. Right. Mm, but I guess, cl- well, he sold. It's just that they so overproduced him that like, it looks like he didn't sell. Um, well, I, you know, I should, you know, you might even be right. Maybe he didn't sell all that great, <laughs> but, to me, if you want to be a forward-thinking company, why would you turn down money on the table if you can basically pre- pre-sell your toys a year out, charge people that at that point, and then produce a product, right? Yeah. Like, why, why are major toy companies not doing more of this, right? Like, I do this with – I do this with, like, my, my collector stuff all the time. I'm constantly – putting down a $25 deposit and then I don't see an action figure for two years. You know Um, I have no problem doing that. And if Mattel wants to do something like that, I feel like this Mattel, it literally has the word creations in the title. Mm. And I feel like creations means like creating is the very beginning, right? Creating is, is you know, I mean, geez, like biblical, right? <laughs> like in the beginning, God created, right? So like, I feel like if this was a way for them, this would be a perfect opportunity for them to basically pre-sell. Hey, I've got this drawing of Lex and Tim. Are you interested? <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah, um, yeah. You well, know? If and you look, if look at a package two years later.
2: Their their statement on Instagram says, "Mattel Creations, let's create what's next—a platform for creators, collaborators, and innovators."
3: So that does kind of sound like what you're saying. Um, but no, see, now that you read that, though, that sounds more like the Lego. That sounds uh, more like the Lego thing where you build something and then try to get it like. Oh my god! The thing, that ideas, the thing that
2: I get for Lego ideas—the thing that I get four hundred emails about every day.
3: <sighs> see yeah. that I don't want. Because I don't, I shouldn't say I don't want it because it could always be great ideas, but I want them to use this for a venue to push licensed product mm-hmm. that I don't have to like freak out about over not getting, right? Like, but
2: we, we were also kind of like angry about the fact that Chronicle is doing a Kickstarter for Jurassic, pretty much Amber Collection, more expensive, right? So yeah. how does that different differentiate itself from this? Does it at all?
3: I don't know because simply I can't believe that (laughs) Kickstarter exists. Like I cannot believe that is a real thing.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is a, this would be just a pre-order and it's from, it's directly from them. It's not through a Kickstarter. It would, should be directly through Mattel here. Oh, but you're Um, saying
3: like, how does that differ? I guess it really doesn't. Right. Except Except for for the the fact fact that that
2: it's, it's doesn't originate with Mattel. It's a, you know, if they did it through Kickstarter, then we'd be like, what's going on here? But uh, they would do it through their own website, I
3: guess. I don't That's know. true, but like, I guess we have to know what it is before I can really like judge and like say, cause sure, sure. now that you read that paragraph, I am thinking it's more like the, it's going to be more like the Lego ideas thing. And that doesn't really like thrill me uh, as much as like yeah, this dream scenario where I can pre-order an action figure before it's, um, before it's made. So, yeah,
2: I'm not too sure what it, what it will be. I don't really think anybody knows for, for real, but, um, it gets me hyped that maybe there will be a chance to buy more things. And, and, you know, we've, we've talked about the fact that, um, there's no place to get humans. You know, we can't get humans on the shelves. They just outside of like Owen and, and that's it. Um, yeah, but this would be the opportunity for us to buy other humans that, uh, you know, that's, that's my hope is that we get humans with this. Um, and I, did I don't, work. I think this is different because it's an exclusive and, and blah, 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 but hopefully we get normal standard packs as well.
3: Yeah. I'm learning about ZBrush right now. It's a, it's a modeling software, um, 3d modeling. And, uh, they use it a lot in just about anything and everything that involves like action figures and toys as well. Sure. Um, and I watched a ZBrush lecture um from the guy who and he was breaking down his model that he did for ray from episode eight Mm -hmm. and he was talking and he gave a very brief because the the lecture wasn't really about how to make a toy it was about his sculpting techniques or or Brush being used for star wars right but he did give a brief run through of of tool and die and i never really knew how that worked for the toy process like making the molds and and all this stuff so like he was saying that like you have to get all these these pieces of the character design the right way so that they just drop out of the, the mold or whatever. Like when mm-hmm. the, when it opens up, they need all the pieces to come out and not stick. Right. Cause then they got to be pumping it full of, of plastic again. And he was saying that like those, those metal molds are so incredibly expensive that like you have to be guaranteed that you're going to sell a certain amount of figure to pay sure. just for that mold. Right. And yeah, yeah. we're talking, thousands of dollars, like hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? So if they're not confident that a Lex figure will sell, this could be the perfect avenue to be like, well, you pre-order now, you pay for it now. If we don't hit this number by this date, everyone gets refunded their money, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I'm I'm on board with that.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, look, I mean, you pre-order a lot of stuff now and you don't get charged until it's fulfilled. So- just do it that way. Um, right. That's yeah. fine with me. Um, that way they know it's, you know, something we, we can produce and have enough of. And, and I, I you know, overall, though, I'm excited by this thing. I love the banner. Um, just just be careful, guys, because, like, the eyes on the Raptors can be kind of bad. And uh, Hammond seemed okay across the board. I know it's very glary here. But Hammond seemed okay. Ellie was, was not very good. Um, this one's okay. But uh, as far as what they have on the back... I've never seen an Ellie that looks this good. Oh, wherever she is, this and you can't, can't see the detail. I know, I know the details are not there. But if you do find this one or you see the back of it online or something, she looks great there. But she's never looked like that on any toy that I've ever seen. Um, right. And I also was able to pick up the uh, Camp Cretaceous. Now I'm gonna have to like scroll this one. The Adventure Camp set. Uh, yeah, the event, uh, Camp Adventure set. Sorry, I'm probably blocking no. my mic too. But uh, this has a uh, our first animated character here which is pretty awesome.
3: Now this is the one that you said it was 40 bucks
2: and yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
3: I was, I came out and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy these dinosaur sets with humans and I want Darius, but to 40 bucks. Like I'm thinking like, you know, put him in with like an attack pack Raptor or something. Why is he with, you know, I'm assuming two, those two are the repaints. Same. Yeah. What two repaints. Well, two big repaints like those mm-hmm. are not cheap dinosaurs you know those are the those are what those are the 15 and the $25 units right um you have
2: yeah the I, think, mega... I think they're both around 20 bucks or whatever um, this yeah. one does not have uh, there's no roaring feature in there you used to be able to get this for like oh what was it Um, honestly I think it was like 15 bucks or something Uh, the Baryonyx breakout set with Owen and his motorcycle—it was like a steal for what you could get that set for. And it has the same Baryonyx here, but it's just repainted, which I think is Limbo, if I remember correctly, um, the name of this Baryonyx. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So, so this is a named Baryonyx, and then some random Stego. But uh, Bumpy is in there, and it's and it's an actual size Bumpy. I know we've talked a lot about Bumpy before, and yeah. the size of that 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 Attack Pack version. It's a little bit bigger. This is actually a nice, tiny, little bumpy there. So,
3: yeah, I'm gonna. And I know Darius
2: is not picking up very well, but um, I'm gonna. Yeah, I love it.
3: I want those two. Yeah, and Darius is a great like looking
2: figure. He um he definitely looks a little bit cartoony. I I don't know where the camera is, but um a little cartoony in the eyes, a little bit bigger than usual, kind of like how like you know the the frozen like character models, like their eyes are like a little bit bigger, more bug eyed um, than like an average human. So it's kind of got that versus the other three and three quarter inch figures. But overall I think it, it blends pretty well and it's scaled down to a kid's size. So it's not the same size as an adult, Um, but it is bigger than Maisie too. So, um, you know, maybe he's a teenager. Maisie was a little bit younger. So
3: I really just want bumpy out of that set. I (laughs) want a bumpy that, that size. Yeah, that is a good size Bumpy. I'm going to end up spending $40 for that little chunk of Bumpy. (laughs) It
2: is so weird that that attack pack was not that size. But again, this is another one where you have to be careful because I sifted through. My store had eight of these. And you have to be careful with the Baryonyx eyes. They can be a little rough. And same thing with the uh, Stego um, eyes. And a few of the bumpies were a little scuffed up. So I sifted through to find one that wasn't and one with the eyes that are all set in the right places. Yeah. It's kind of hard. The the quality control is is kind of off the rails a little bit recently. So, uh you kind of, you know, it's kind of always been, but I've been able to to not care too much, but I don't know, for some reason I just was like this is a full pack. I want to get one that's good, you know?
3: I only got screwed over once. And honestly, it's too far away. I had got a I got the my carnage carno or whatever they the control and command or whatever <laughs> its eye is like yeah. it's in the right spot but whatever machine or person painted the pupil on one eye like painted it like up and so now my carnotaurus looks what's a nice way of derpy like yeah. he just he looks like he is was he like a little like, like
2: just like eyes like yeah all crooked
3: yeah yeah. he doesn't look like he's like focused in like a hunter he just kind of looks the where's my food is it over there yeah 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 yeah. he's, he's, like, that, he, he's like he's like looking over
2: chronotour. here and over there at the same time
3: <laughs> yeah he's that carnivore. so um not the end of the world but no. i would say out of the hundred like should i say hundreds am i at hundreds yet of these mattel dinosaurs i don't think so no um,
2: definitely definitely you are
3: you think so mm-hmm. yeah yep I've, yep because i've got at least like 15 calories or 20 calories. <laughs> I mean, um, and
2: i i got these the other day too and uh i don't know if i i don't think i've showcased so good. them so she good. And so good. It, this is great. Uh my jaw is a little off. I I still have to try to get this returned, but um you can kind of see in there there's like a bit of metal exposed uh-huh. in the jaw. But um it's still a great figure, really really awesome. And uh, you got Dennis too. It's not going to show up because of the green screen, apparently. It's a yellow jacket, but I don't know. Um, He's really cool. And then, of course, this is like the best thing is Is like this East Oxide. This came with um, the Dilophosaurus. But uh, Uh, East Oxide. Awesome.
3: I'm going to end up getting one now. And an extra,
2: extra Nedry head without the uh, spray from the Dilophosaurus. So it's good stuff. I'm I'm pretty happy though, like with everything that Mattel has been releasing in the past recent, you know, from Nedry onward. Because we got Nedry, then we got Nedry and a Dilophosaurus, and then these packs. I also saw that. Feeding Frenzy Indominus. I might pass on that, but uh, it's still pretty cool to see. And what's the uh, Feeding Frenzy and is it's, that kinda, oh, it's like, like the Primal Pal. One? Yeah, it's like a Primal yeah. Pal size, that Primal Pal blue, but this is a Feeding Frenzy Indominus with a massive head. Yep. And uh, it's cool. It's a cool little thing, but it's interesting to see all the, the restocks and everything going on on the shelf. So it's kind of an exciting time to collect again. Who knows what else is coming? And uh, I mean, we'll, like we'll keep you up to date. Uh, we question, probably... What what what's we're
3: that? What's that? movies and they've been killing it like there's constantly a new dinosaur to look forward to so yeah it's yeah
2: and our our conversation on toys is um not exactly done yet but uh we're gonna i think we'll end this here and we'll continue our conversation after the the end credits so listen to me say goodbye say thank you and all that good stuff and then stick around you'll hear some more from us so for the time being, Aaron, uh, where should people find you online? Oh, my gosh.
3: Uh, it's over. Um, yeah. You guys can find me uh, on Twitter at Aaron D. Buyer, And uh, you can always look up my IMD page. I work from home, and I still yet to find the time to update this IMDb page. <laughs> um, I don't have anything I've worked on in theaters, you know, because no one's going to theaters. Oh, um, going to, I've, I've gone to drive-ins twice, so that's still kicking maybe I should look one up here, like on the outside of Toronto. Cause like, man, in the big city, it's just like, we're still under lockdown. I'm still at home. Oh yeah. Like, well, I love working from home, but man, it's just like, I, I, I talked to my family. I've got some family out in Oklahoma and they're just like, you know, business as usual. And I'm like, Oh, well, I want to, well, it's I not venture out tomorrow.
2: It's not all that great here in the States. So <laughs> let's not confuse things, but, uh, yeah so go check out his non-existent imdb uh i mean there's some yeah, things on there
3: <laughs> yeah there's some things first but, like, two years
2: uh yeah i think uh pretty i mean it was still like so around two hours or whatever right
3: we had nothing to talk about and we talked about jurassic park
0: for
2: yeah. two hours yeah so stick around uh we'll talk a little bit more we got some potentially spoilery items for jurassic world dominion and the toy line and whatnot so Uh, Thanks for joining us here in the Jurassic wire and uh, we'll see you guys later. So peace out. See you
3: later. Everyone.
2: Thank you so, so much for listening to the 243rd episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. Thank you so much to Aaron for joining me uh, for another Jurassic Wire. This week, we were just like, uh, I don't know, man. We don't really know what we're going to be talking about here today. So let's just kind of ramble on for quite a while. And I think that's exactly what we did. We pulled it off, I guess. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that one, and like I said, if you want to hear a spoiler segment that we're going to be discussing, stick around until after the credits of the show, after the final um, audio clips and everything, stick around to the very, very end for those spoilers, and like I said, uh, this is just our warning to you guys, if you want to hear the spoilers, cool, and I honestly don't even know how much of a spoiler it is, but I just want to make sure that it's... Pretty clean and fresh for you guys, so you don't uh, find that stuff in the main show. So stick around and we'll see you guys a little bit later. But for now, I'm going to hand it off to myself for the outro. Take it away. Saddle up. Let's get this movable feast underway. Please give us a follow on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod and myself at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So please be sure to subscribe. Also, don't miss our toy hunts and reviews, in-depth bonus content, live streams, gameplay, events and theme park coverage, and so much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of every episode, so please be sure to spare no expense. Don't miss us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode show notes, wonderful articles, bios from our contributors, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or email us, JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening, and enjoy.
1: Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.
2: All right, so uh, we're going to be talking about some spoilers here. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, spoiler. hello, spoiler. Spoiler, spoiler. Spoiler, spoilers, 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 spoilers. If you're if you're listening on the podcast, spoilers as well. Tune out if you don't want to hear this. Um, but yeah, so what these spoilers contain um, is listing information from Target, apparently here in New Jersey. Uh, this was not me. I did not find any of this stuff um so again spoilers for potentially jurassic world dominion and toy stuff if you don't want to know any of those get out of here um all right so first off this um i'm gonna read a little bit of information here from the official jurassic world facebook group um i found a post here from david kowalski and it says uh the listing is from the forum and will contain some minor species confirmations for Dominion. Um, so he posts it in the comment section. Um, and this was found, like I said, at a uh, f- by a fan that works at a Target in New Jersey. Found a listing listing in the system for new amber collection stuff. Um, and this, I guess, this is the forum post here, but it says. Um, also, it's, it starts off by saying just because it's in our system does not mean we will be selling it. Um, there's mm-hmm. a few items that they indicate that they never got around to selling. So, And plus, the Amber Collection has never been in a Target. So that is kind of interesting in and in, in, in of itself. We've never had any kind of um, Amber Collection collector stuff for Jurassic. We have all the Mattel stuff. Right. But um, there is a section in – target that is like collector specific it's like behind dvds or like behind you know electronics or something like that um they usually have some cool stuff over there like neca stuff or funko pops and different things but uh if we were to see this that would be awesome um so potential dinosaur spoilers for jurassic world dominion there's 17 entries found in the system and they are as follows delta grant malcolm Dilophosaurus, Pyroraptor, Tyrannodon, Deinonychus, Nedri, Hammond, Doctor Arnold, uh, Velociraptor, Dimorphodon, Tiger Raptor, JP One Velociraptor, Ellie, Echo. Um, seventeen was another Malcolm, but the difference was in the title. Uh with this okay, that was an error or something. Um all the dinosaurs are twenty nine ninety nine, all the humans are nineteen ninety nine. Um blah 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 blah. And uh let's see, anything else? No, nah, not too much else there, but so the the species list could potentially be a spoiler warning for Jurassic World Dominion. If you if you paid attention there, we had a Pyroraptor, um potentially a Pteranodon, yep. Deinonychus. Tiger Raptor, which maybe is that just a repeat? Some of these are seem to be repeats um of you know past movies, kind of like Yeah. I would assume Echo and I will Delta. buy a
3: Tiger Raptor. Like that is a hundred percent buy for me, is a Tiger Raptor. Like Oh,
2: one hundred percent. I mean I've told that question. to them directly. Like, we need a Tiger Raptor. That needs to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like some of these are you just repeats. We've we've um we have Nedri, we have uh, Dilophosaurus, we have um, a bunch of raptors. I think, um, what's the latest raptor to hit? Was it?
3: Charlie, right?
2: No, there's so another one. I think it might be Delta, if I remember correctly. People have been getting, I think, Delta. Um, okay. From the Amber Collection, so I know a few people already have that one. Um, but uh, I'm really interested in the fact that a potential Pyroraptor and Deinonychus um, could be in this movie. Uh, it, this is what? this is all a bit interesting though to me because it's like random stuff. Like they're saying they might not be selling this stuff, but it's popping up in their system. Um, Amber Collection at Target, very confusing. And the fact that there's only two new species,
3: A little weird, right? So let's talk about let's talk about Pyroraptor and Deinonychus. Mm-hmm. So, this week on Twitter, uh, Jurassic World fandom uh, at Bryce Nader um, was he posted something and it was like confirmed, you know, um, feathered dinosaur, and he was like, I just want to thank Outpost for the tidbit, and I was like. Okay, that's news to me. Like that'll be a big wire topic, right? If if the outpost has broken something like a feathered uh dinosaur. Because and it's not really I, sh- I should say it is a spoiler and I'm glad we're in a spoiler section, but like that's not been like confirmed ever. We've there's been speculation that this mm-hmm. would be the movie to add feathers because everyone wants the feathers, like except for this guy right here. Um but people want the feathers I they want. They want Jurassic world to represent what Jurassic park did, which was as closely accurate to dinosaurs as we know. Right. And so boom, first thing I did, Oh, thanks to outpost for the big scoop. So I jump over to the outpost website to see their article. Cause that's what I use outpost for is for um, the news they offer on their website. Sure. And there's just, it's nothing. It's completely there. <laughs> so like I do, I, I wrote, you know, I tweeted back like, Hey, what is the Outpost source on this because I don't see anything on their website. He goes, Oh, it was on their latest podcast. Okay. I don't listen to the Outpost podcast on a regular basis. Let me go download the episode. Let me check that out. And in there, they mentioned like that a source uh, told them via email that there is going to be a feathered dinosaur in jurassic world dominion through the biosyn connections like that's what biosyn is making now that really wasn't all that interesting to me because to me like i'm like okay like sure could or couldn't happen we don't know now you look at Pyroraptor, and you uh if you just google Pyroraptor, like you said you were like oh that's a that's a feathered one well they were all kind of feathered but when you google Pyroraptor, that's all you see is feathered um is like you see a raptor basically with feathers and it looks just like a Velociraptor, okay? And with feathers on its back and on its head. Now, and then on its tail. Now, Colin said, no more hybrids, right? He said Mm -hmm. they're done with hybrids for the time being. That this movie was going to focus only on real dinosaurs, okay? Pyroraptor is a real dinosaur. By all descriptions of this thing, it is feathered. It basically is a velociraptor. This uh, this image shows it being um, about three times the size of like a cat. But let's face it, velociraptors aren't real velociraptors in the Jurassic Park mm-hmm. franchise, right? Yeah. So they can scale this thing up to be the new bad of Jurassic World Dominion. It's blue versus the pyroraptor, right? Yeah. New, old tech versus new tech, right? Classic dinosaur versus uh dinosaur so i 100 now think that the pyro raptor is going to be the thing mean, it's got the word fire in its name right uh-huh. it's got the word pyro this is come on this is the new bad dinosaur of the jurassic world franchise i think i don't i don't know about De- deinonychus too much but i feel like i can like 90 feel confident that pyro raptor is going to show up in dominion and honestly, that's underwhelming to me. Like, I just—it's just a Velociraptor with feathers. But I don't, <laughs> it's got a cool name, right? Like, it's yeah, well, velocity, you, velocity, fast, pyro, fire, like bad. You know, like I don't well, know, do man. You, I think this is—I think this is real. This pyroraptor thing. Yeah, I mean, we've
2: been saying it for a while, and I think specifically mentioning like about Biosyn, and and that is the place where they would make these. And it just seems like the most plausible thing. Um, And I don't know. I I would kind of be interested to see that, like, two to three foot version or whatever, you know, the original, the actual Velociraptor size. Um, Because I feel like it would just make people mad all over the world to see a version that is the same size as the Velociraptor. uh, Well, in the movie Velociraptor. Um, I do have an image up on the screen for people who are... Watching, but uh, it's a iteration from Jurassic World Alive. So the mobile app where you can capture your dinosaurs is pretty awesome looking rendition. Um, but uh, yeah, and I would be interested to see small versions of this. You know, like uh, just a bunch of them or something like that. That would be kind of interesting. Um, but overall, I yeah, if they scaled this up, I'd be kind of happy with that too. Deinonychus, I feel like like why bother having that if it's the same?
3: It's the same thing as a, the movie version of yeah, Velociraptor. It, it just so is a
2: little bit different why? head sculpt or whatever, but like it's the same. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. I, it is interesting though that these two things were in there. Um, don't know really what it means, but um, I guess it's interesting nonetheless. <laughs> I
3: mean, maybe. I think – maybe i'm connecting too many dots maybe i'm taking too much stock in hearsay or like you know what people claim they've got sources of but Mm -hmm. i think i feel pretty confident in saying that i think this animal is going to show up in some form i mean i think Deinonicus is such a weird animal now to have listed um not that dinonic hasn't been shown in the jurassic franchise like there's Deinonychus in Jurassic World Evolution. I'm I hate the design of it in mm-hmm. that game. Um but nonetheless, it is there. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. I and mean, this is kind of yeah.
2: like not much of a story to go off of, but um as far as the the Amber collection portion of all of this, if this does happen, that is incredible. And that is a a huge addition, all these a huge addition to this amber collection line now like i said we do have some of these already like i guess delta mm-hmm. malcolm we have dialo we have nedri we have um but uh velociraptor we have dimorphodon i i mean like why <laughs> i don't know you know it would be interesting and you know a little bit something a little bit different um the thing that kind of bugs me is is the fact that it's just like 95 raptors and i've said this time and time again i kind of want to see them branch out i know it's kind of hard to do because every, everybody's like i can't wait to see them do a t-rex i'm like that's never happening they're never going to make a t-rex version that would be the same size as the super colossal imagine that being super posable real feel that would be massive and heavy and it would be like a hundred something bucks i just don't imagine that's happening Two hundred. Yeah, bucks. that's
3: why I didn't want to get involved with the Amber collection because it doesn't fulfill. <laughs> it doesn't fulfill what I want out of Jurassic, which is I want a world, I want a park,
2: and sure. just yeah.
3: you can't do that. Like the best you can do are Raptors. I feel like. Um, yeah, and, but it's like it's like
2: well, the one. yeah, the is great, and but it's like another similar stature kind of dinosaur. Yes, it's a little bit smaller, but you have. Well, it's weird, weird that you have JP1 Velociraptor on this list, but also Velociraptor. So I don't know what the difference is there. You have a Tiger Raptor. <laughs> you got it's just so many raptors here, Echo and and Delta. But, uh, yeah. you know, one thing that, that seems to be missing would be Claire. I don't see Claire on here. Um, I feel like Claire oh, Jurassic what? World Claire is like, you got to make Jurassic World Claire. Um so I don't know what's going
3: on there, but do you think that I, I don't, I don't understand the Claire stuff. Like she had fewer regular size action figures, but like, they're hard to get. They were never easy to get. I um, still
2: don't have Claire. The the one with, that came with the Stegosaurus still oh, don't, you have, don't that. have that one. No, I only have the the story pack version, um, which came with, you know, it was a different outfit and the gyrosphere ball um i think that's what it came with
3: and we were actually were we were we did mattel provide us with that one i think so i think they did yeah 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 Um, um so i don't know man like it's i don't know what do you like do you do you dig anything deeper into that than just i think the pyro raptor thing is by far the most interesting thing and i'm honestly not that that doesn't thrill me like sure Yeah. Again, it's 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 fine.
2: Like, I don't see it as a big bad or anything. I find it interesting that there's the connection. I don't know if it's because of the outpost confirmation or whatever, but it is kind of weird that there's whoever posted this initially was like, well, this is could be spoilers for the movie. It might be. I mean, it might be a part of it, but it's weird that like those are the only two that are a little bit different.
3: What I briefly heard on Outpost was not even necessarily a confirmation. It felt like hearsay. It honestly felt like something that maybe they didn't even have, like maybe they shouldn't have said. Because I feel like (laughs) if they should have said it, there would be an article (laughs) plastered on their website, right?
2: Sure. Yeah. Well, if you say it on a podcast, it's still said.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I know. But it's not like you have to, I think you have to dig. You have to dig. You have to find it. Right. you have to find like you have to find the second marker that they set it right Sure whereas if it's a story on their website it's right there for the world to see right So mm-hmm. um, I don't know I, I I try to even like take that with a grain of salt right um, you know I, I like to see I, I am with you I like to see press you know press and I like to see official announcements and I like to see mm-hmm. artwork. I don't like this, like, well, I got an email from a secret source, you know, uh, and I saw a, a leaked toy from a magazine. It's like, oh, man, I don't know. Like, <laughs> how much can you really grab from sure. that? Like, we... Yeah, I mean, I we don't talking, know. Go ahead. You can finish. No, I, we were talking about Hamada today, and I was talking to uh, Jack Ewins and, and some other Jurassic fans about, like, you know, why have the ACU when you could have just mined the dino trackers that like were already done. And the, the, I think the real answer is because Kenner probably like trademarked dino trackers. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you didn't have to like, kind of create something similar. Um, you know, but it's like, I guess before Jurassic world, people were under the impression that like Hamada was going to be like a main character and he's got like 30 seconds of screen time, you
2: know? I think so... it was intended to be a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um,
3: but yeah. Oh, was I don't he know. intended to be bigger? I think so. Um, Man, I will take an ACU show or movie. Just ACU, more ACU. Um, I'd be down for that. I'd be down. Brilliant, really dude. They have to. They didn't just. Sit, they didn't just exist on that island to take down the Indominus Rex. No, no one was paying a full crew to just like wait for something to happen. Like I love <laughs> like my wife and I watch like Secrets of the Zoo. And Uh I watched that show. I'm like, man, I just want to dub this with Jurassic park terminology. And I want to just replace all the animals with dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. yeah, But that's what they did. You know,
2: like, like, uh, you know, probably the portion in the beginning of the movie where you see the, uh, Pachycephalosaurus is, is tranked. Um, so they are the guys that are standing around waiting for something to happen, but they tranked it. So it's fine. Um,
3: but I want to see more of those problems like that's Mm -hmm. that's what gets me excited about Jurassic Park I'm not really I'm not really into this world that now we're entering where now it's a global thing I'm I'm Mm -hmm. still really just interested in the day-to-day runnings of the park and it's unfortunate because I think a lot of people have that same feeling you know I think a lot of people still want to go back and revisit that park and I just don't think we're ever going back there
2: I don't know. They love that moment in time though. So who knows, but, um, it's specifically that downfall moment. So I don't know. I, you know, it's interesting that they're not tying more into this with this 17 entries found in the system here. There's nothing really else except for echo and Delta, but I would expect them to finish out that series, you know, with echo. Um, and Mm -hmm. echo was, was a, an entirely different topic that we actually didn't really cover here today. Um, Echo is, is just a mess when it comes to the toy figures. So See, you say
3: this, but like, it just, it just doesn't bother me. Cause honestly, like for me, no. if it's not a traditional Brown Raptor or it's not a tiger Raptor, I'm just like, eh, it's just a Raptor. I think Charlie is sure. probably my favorite of like the new series. Cause it is reminiscent to me of like what the book describes mm-hmm. Raptors as, is like being green. Um, but I just, I, I just
2: have a problem when it says echo on the box says the Velociraptor Echo. And then when you look at the raptor, it clearly does not look anything like what the movie showcased. And and they can't even – it's not even sticking to a formula. So I have no clue what this echo is going to look like because when you look at their past echoes, it's like – well, actually, I'll bring the image up. Why not? Um, You have a Velociraptor Echo, uh, Savage Strike from Camp Cretaceous, which is like brown and red and black. And then you also you have underneath that I have a few iterations here on our video. You have the movie version, which doesn't look anything like that top one. You have the uh, Jurassic World Evolution version, which looks pretty similar to the movie version. You yeah, have I
3: think the Jurassic World Evolution one looks really good.
2: Yeah, it looks really good. Um, you have the this like image, this promo image thing with Blue Delta Charlie Echo, uh, and that's you know that's close. And then you have this Attack Pack version, which is that crouching version. Uh, which I don't know what is going on there. Um,
3: Hey, it's brown and green.
2: I mean, it more so looks like the evolution version, but just not very well painted. But it it makes me worried for what is going on in Camp Cretaceous, you know, with with that raptor. Does it look like that in Camp Cretaceous, or is that just a bad paint job? Um, Well,
3: wait, wait, we know what it looks like in Camp Cretaceous, though.
2: And it looks like this. It looks like this raptor.
3: Because we have Unfortunately. the design.
2: Yeah, the T-shirt looks like this brown and black and red Raptor. Doesn't look like the actual Echo. So, I mean, what does the Amber Collection version look like? We have these other versions that look pretty close to their mm-hmm. counterparts. Like, Blue looks good. I think Charlie looks great. Delta looks, you know, close enough, I think. And uh, I just don't want this to be out of sync. But... um yeah, uh, the other ones are fine. Uh, I'm I'm very excited for Hammond and and all that. There's not really all that much in the way of spoilers here because it's all conjecture and uh, right. really no confirmation. And like you were saying about that confirmation from the from Outpost, it's like, what is the confirmation based off of? Is it based off of a toy listing or is it based off of what was seen in the movie? Do you did they say that at all or because uh, no, you know, I.
3: Mean, I- i didn't listen too much i was i was working while i was while i was kind of listening but um again it's just really weird no they was just like it was like emails and i think what's up with the outpost guys is that i just not guys but uh, women as well like i just they're involved in the marketing with like chaos theorem and stuff i don't know they they ride a pretty fine line and like I said, there's things that like Colin comes out and says and I'm like, man, I can't believe he said that, but you know, he's the director. <laughs> like what's he, you know, what are they yeah. going to do? Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, that's a different know. story. I, I feel like I feel like those guys, especially as it gets closer to the movie, um it's going to be harder and harder for them to write content and and say their piece on a podcast um, when they do know so much information. If you were a psychotic enough to go through and listen to like all of the episodes now of the Jurassic Park podcast and you listen from like (laughs) when I, and people do and I did it. So I say, I say talk about
2: our listeners like that.
3: (laughs) No, I, I say it with much love, but like, I think if you listen to like when I started doing the show with you and then to now there's a definite gap in there where you notice that I really don't talk about Jurassic world fallen kingdom in any way like yeah we strategically we strategically used me to do like a like when the trailer came out it was like it was like oh aaron can't actually talk about the trailer let's have him uh because we still because i still wanted to be a part of the podcast and I, mm-hmm. I i think that was reciprocated right and it was like well let's have aaron moderate a discussion that way aaron can still be a part of it yeah yeah Not have to say anything or not have Uh, to agree with anything and just be like, I literally just sat there and was like, That's an interesting thought. What do you think about this shot? (laughs) You know, this movie, you know,
2: yeah, um, yeah,
3: it's it's tough position,
2: man. I I don't know how that all works out, but um, it's a
3: tough position to be in,
2: yeah. But whether that confirmation and this listing coincides, I I guess. Um,
3: I mean, maybe do you think I'm connecting a lot of dots, or do you think I have like
2: well, I don't know. I think I feel like there's a whole lot of dots being connected here and I'm not too sure why. So, um whether this is part of Jurassic World Dominion, I don't know because there's so much here that is not Dominion related. So, um and we know as far as the rest of the line is concerned, we have Siats, Micrororum, we have, you know, Tarbosaurus, we have all these things that are not film related. So, I don't have a Seats. Well, I don't have one either, but um, they do have those things. They are available somewhere. Um, <laughs> I, I really want that, Seats. But these are things that are, are made but not related to the movies. So, you know, yeah, but, is that going to pay but, off in yeah. this way? Is, is this listed because Delta has a scene in Jurassic World Dominion? Does Echo have a scene in, in Dominion? Does a tig- tiger raptor, a random velociraptor? Is, is Dr. Arnold... Is he a doctor? Is that – did she say Dr. Arnold when she's looking engineer.
3: around? Could he be a doctor?
2: I have no clue. I have no idea. The doctor? Is he a doctor? I don't know. Um, doctor
3: is below PhD, right? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> MIT, so, I'm going to assume that Arnold went to MIT. Can I just He's Google? Because MIT uh, – Because MIT – Give I know he
2: says, hold, hold on to your butts. Does that give you a doctorate? doctorate. I don't know. I don't know.
3: Oh, MIT offers a PhD program. So okay. like they've got to offer doctorate programs as well. So he could be a doctor.
2: Maybe. I don't know. I, she, she might even say, Ellie might even say Dr. Arnold. I, I, I'm not too sure.
3: Arnold. She might say Dr. Mister. She,
2: she, she might say Mr. Arnold. I mean, we could figure this out real quick, you know?
3: It
0: would
2: be really good <laughs> um, um let me uh, wait, don't need to. oh I got it up here let's let's see if it okay uh, if it coincides uh, let me turn on this so you can hear it it's like the movie won't display why oh, oh it's so loud okay hold on I don't know why it's not displaying so I can't even see the movie It's past all this, right?
3: Oh, it's like, go to the last, like, 40 minutes.
2: Oh, nope, that's too far. A little bit bit before that. A little bit before that. Nope, nope, a little bit after that, sorry. Here it is. Mister! Right? There was a mister in there. I heard mister.
3: Okay, I mean...
2: So I don't, know. I don't know. Who's Dr. Arnold? Is it a new is it a guy in Jurassic World Dominion?
3: <laughs> I don't I know. I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not after the whole like who's the who's the vet in Jurassic Park and uh, Harding? After the whole Harding incident where we start like <laughs> relating them is like relatives. Yeah, everybody's
2: you know. related. I don't Everyone's know. Really- I I don't okay, find so. a huge bunch of inf- you know, I don't find too much from this so we'll see. I'm interested though, if this becomes the the Amber collection, I'm very, very excited. I love the Amber collection. So
3: what do you think this means for Amber collection going forward? If it's in the target system, do you think that Amber collections becomes less exclusive than what it is now? I mean, isn't Amber collection right now, just GameStop.
2: No. So Amber collection kind of didn't really work at GameStop all that well. Now they're selling the Raptor or uh, the Raptor was on sale. I think the other day, um, you can buy Malcolm for seven dollars. But um yeah. then it moved over to Entertainment Earth. You have um um where where was Blue from? I forget where Blue came from. And it maybe Entertainment Earth. Um, but um Yeah, what uh Blue and Owen. I don't know. I think they were Entertainment Earth and then definitely Dennis and the Dilophosaurus from Entertainment Earth. Uh Charlie mm-hmm. was from Big Bad Toy Store. Um and then Delta was just on Amazon, so See, it's all over here, the place.
3: You're on Amazon Canada, but they want like well, sixty dollars for Owen and fifty-seven dollars for the Brown Raptor, which they've yeah, so they yeah. done a JP one Raptor. I didn't even well, realize like yeah,
2: yeah, that's the original one. Yeah, that and that thing is beautiful. Um, that was originally exclusive to GameStop, but now like like with the um, like we were talking about with the Dennis Nedry figure with the canister, like it was exclusive to entertainment earth but then it wasn't so like i feel like that's happened with all of the amber collections so far is it was but right. then it wasn't then they're all on amazon who knows um so if they if they end up saying like look target we we want these figures you know target wants these figures but we'll put them in we won't put them on the main shelf we'll put them on that back shelf where all the other collector figures are um yeah. i think i recently heard that godzilla is no, Neca is not making Godzilla anymore. Is that something that I heard? Oh, I thought I, I read know. that That's somewhere. Crazy. But again, I say some crazy things here on the podcast, so I don't know. Um, maybe they need some
3: some something to fill a space. Um, could be Jurassic. It's a shame when you walk in that back aisle. It is. It's like it's the land of everyone who is up on their marketing, right? You go back mm-hmm. there. You got the Harry Potter stuff. You got the Disney yeah. stuff. The Marvel stuff. The uh, Star Wars stuff. Uh, yeah. Video game stuff. And it's like Jurassic is missing. It's one of the biggest franchises of all time. Why is yeah. Jurassic not on that that shelf at Target? And cool. Like if this is going to be the place, I think it would do very well at Target. You know?
2: Yeah. That being said, they do have um, all the Ghostbuster Plasma series, which is essentially the same thing. It's like the Black Series for, for Star Wars. Black Series is in the main aisle. Um, the Ghostbusters Plasma stuff is in the main aisle. Um, so maybe they could put this in the main aisle. I don't know, but, um, maybe because the other brands, the other things, Harry Potter and Godzilla and all that stuff are not necessarily on the main shelves, but, um, Jurassic is, so
3: I don't know. I mean, I have seen Jurassic on that shelf before. Um, I have the Funko a bigger, mm-hmm. like T-Rex. Oh, that thing. Um, yeah. I never, yeah, s- and I never saw that there. I don't think. Oh, I have no. it. It's It's awesome. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, so I shouldn't say I've never seen it there, but it is rare um, to see any kind of Jurassic merch in that section. I I love that section of Target. I miss Target. We don't have Target. (laughs) I want Target back Uh, so
2: bad. It is a nice place. Um, But uh, will they carry the potentially spoilery... Jurassic World Dominion stuff? Who knows? I don't know. Um, either way, I'm excited by what's offered here. Um, if this is legit, that's that's awesome. We'll see. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. But uh, that's about it. All right. <laughs> cool. End tape. How do you end uh, after show? I don't know.
3: I don't know. <laughs> awkwardly and long and just draining. And then you can just fade out my voice mm. like I'm talking loud right now and you can just fade me down that would be an amazing way to end. I'll, I'll do
1: this. this exact <laughs> thing. Okay team listen up we've got a new predator on the loose not you blue the predator we're talking about is the coronavirus and I'm gonna help you spot the main symptoms in the wild first watch out for a high fever second a dry cough like this <laughs> third, trouble breathing. It might even sound like this. Whoa, whoa, back up, Blue. Don't forget about social distancing. Keep at least six feet away from anyone you don't live with. Good job, Blue. We all have to be extra vigilant if we want to beat this virus, even if we don't have any symptoms. That means always protecting ourselves and each other, because this virus, It's invisible. It's made up of germs just like these. It could literally be anywhere. It attacks our bodies. Oh, Blue! Hang on, Blue. Drop it, drop it. It's okay, girl, it's okay. Which brings me to my last point. Always wash your hands thoroughly for at least 20 seconds with soap and warm water. No! Hey, come back here! Remember, we're all in this together. Teamwork is our best defense. Lou, Lou, no! Don't eat the soap. Drop that right now.
0: Should be burping bubbles for a week.